Lucy, thank you for making it out. Cheers. Cheers. What do you think of this black water? I'm so intrigued. I thought that the black water was a wrap, but it's actually black water. It's actually yeah. black water. That's so sick. I think it's like volcano water or something. It's got amino acids. Yeah, it really doesn't taste like anything. It doesn't is taste wild. like nothing. And you think it's going to taste like something, but it yeah. tastes like nothing. And it's alkaline. I and love it's, it. it's through the roof, electrolytes. First time I had this was uh, I was staying at the Cosmopolitan. Oh, and I, I went, love Cosmo. I love it. Yeah. It's, my, it's my favorite. Is it, it yeah? W- Cosmo and Wynn. Mm-hmm. That's it. Actually, I like staying at Encore better than Wynn. Have you been at the shows at Cosmo? Uh, yeah, which ones? Um, I think it's, it, I always forget the name, but I think it's called Opium. Uh, I haven't been to Opium yet. It's so good. No, I've seen the concerts there. Wait, okay. Yeah, opium. It's called opium. And yeah, yeah. It has a, um, it's like the. It's like the a, astronaut guy. It's the astronaut That's space traveling. Yeah, it's the best fucking show, and it's in a smaller venue, so every seat is like a good seat. Yeah, yeah, and then the closer the better. Obviously, you know the deal. Topless jokes, magic tricks. Yeah, I heard. It, I heard it's. it's I heard sick. it's wild. It's by like the something brothers, Bernelli brothers or whatever. They do also the other one. What's the other one? Absinthe. Absent? Yeah. Is that, in, is that the Cosmo? No. I think it, it's somewhere else, but it's like a top rated. I always have to see tits when I go to Vegas. Yeah. Either in a um, in a show, like a performing show or like a burlesque show or at the topless pool at Sapphire. I get stuck gambling. <laughs> I fucking get stuck really? gambling. I, I, I go there. I, you know, I do high limit machines. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's... The, the reason I do that, you know, if, if we're going to talk about gambling, yeah. it's because if you just look at the stats, there's like 10,000 machines outside <laughs> and then yeah. inside there's like 100 machines. Okay. And what ends up happening is people play the outside machines. People pay like minimum bet. They pay yeah. like five cents, five cents, five cents. Yeah. And what ends up happening is they take some of the good bonuses and they made no money because uh-huh. they only betted five cents. Uh-huh. Where in the high limit room, you got people dropping a lot of money and they don't hit the bonus. Yeah. And then you have a chance of hitting that a bonus. Better. Okay. And, okay. And if you the do hit something, better. exactly. If you do hit something, your odds are way better. Okay. And so, you're going to win more. You're going to spin faster, but you're going to win more. You're going to, exactly. Okay. Important and, question. Yeah. If you're with a girl, do you give her any of the money? Do you give her money or do you give her money to play or does she sit next to you? And if you win, do you give her any money or do you take her shopping? The most important question that we'll well, talk about all this entire when interview. I get, when I gamble, like it's, it's kind of like You're a personal thing, you know, like, like, you, you know, share your gambling. Yeah. Like that, like, okay. like I, I don't mind spending money afterwards, right. but, but it's, you it's, do it by it's like, Hey, yeah, because it, it gets, it, it can get stressful. You know, you, you, you sit in a machine and you play, you know, X amount of money and somebody sees that. They're like, what the fuck? Stop, That's stop, right. stop, yeah. stop. And I, it's yeah. like, all you need is one spin. Right. You know, my last okay. trip was really bad. And then I saw my host. I go, dude, like if I'm doing bad, OK, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously pissed. But when I see everybody else in the room doing bad and they're complaining, this okay. is a big issue. Like what's okay. going on? And he just says, it's just one spin. And I'm not even kidding. I was at three spins left and on the last spin i recovered everything and i was like really right, I'm good i'm good uh, this is spoken like a true addict yeah exactly yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. just one <laughs> spin just give me one more hit do, do you know where's the number one place in the world that they pray they that they pray they pray in a uh in a church or in a casino 
Please, really? God, let me make my money back. <laughs> I promise I won't do Who this. Who's recording the- these facts? Huh? No, it's it, it's it's it anybody a that's a gambler knows yeah. because when okay. they're down, they're like, I, I'll stop smoking. Just fucking let me get my money wow. back. What did I do? Okay. You know, and and anybody that gambles knows what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's a joke, but it's a it's a true joke. I love it. You know, because they're forced to, and they'll do yeah. this for hours. Like, dude, come on. Oh fuck, I'm gonna go to the ATM, and oh man, I can't. Oh, yeah. oh don't do this again. I, I I'll. I'll, I'll go. I'll go to bed. I won't play anymore. Just, just, just break even. I won't play anymore. But anyways, I love it. Um, how would you introduce yourself? You, you have a podcast. You're a bikini model. You're an influencer. You're, you're so many things. I, t- I now I typically say a sober bikini model and content creator. I used to introduce myself back in the day as like CJ Sparks, Playboy Playmate. This many times, I think it's like. I don't, like eight covers or something like eight time published but now i'm like eh sober bikini model is pretty yeah. fucking yeah i feel like badass. that's kind of like what encompasses my life now and then content creator but yeah a podcast host something like that yeah i'm like really i'm super excited like i'm on fire for podcasts right now so pretty much yeah i saw it's, it's a nice production too yeah we're so fortunate um abstraction media produces it Max Amini is a producer, and he's like, I mean, you know, we call him the pod daddy, but he's like the, the he's like the daddy of the whole situation. Like, yeah. it was actually his brainchild, the Inside Only Fans. People are like, how did you come up with it? I'm like, I wish I came up with it. I don't know the first thing about podcasts. Yeah. Um, this is a lot of electrical work. Like, my phone is, like, all messed up currently. Like, I don't know how phones work or anything. Like, so you just show up and record. I just show up and record. That's it's incredible. Awesome. Yeah, I just... Um, well, I help get a lot of the guests, though, too, which can be stressful yeah, at times. Yeah, but, but you, have, you have a great influence and following. Yeah, so that I'm be so easy. fortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not as easy as you would think. But I will say, I had a lot of um, these OnlyFans girls, right? And guys, we're, we're creative. So, and maybe you can relate to this. We kind of like come and go with the wind a little bit. Yeah. Nowadays, especially with something like OnlyFans, you do have certain time restrictions and th- time sensitive things that so you understand the concept of time a little bit better but um i'm used to like people that might not show up like that are say they're gonna say that they're, they're gonna, gonna show sh- up and the, yeah gonna yeah show yeah up. And then but we've been so fortunate like everyone with our podcast every time i don't know why i yeah. think nobody's i think that they're not gonna show i think that um oh like they don't value it enough or but everyone everyone shows up on time for the most part raring to go and um, just awesome. like, yes, yeah, well, feeling people like are super accepting excited. It more. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. You, you know, because two years ago, I started two years ago mm-hmm. and uh, I started pretty strong, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, contacting people and yeah. calling friends of friends of friends, et cetera. And people are like podcast. And yeah. what do you mean? Like, you know, trying to be like Joe, like Pete, like Joe right. Rogan was the bar. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's so many more categories. Right. And there's so many things to talk about that people right. th- like, it's weird, but there's not enough content. You know, do you really think there's enough content? That's I do. So good. That makes me feel so much better. I, well, think about here. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. How many times have you went to Netflix and you're like, "What the fuck am I going to watch?" And you just stroll, 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 and you every have day. no idea what to watch. <laughs> yeah, every day. Every day. You know what Netflix <laughs> did recently to me? What? It, it it. I was looking, 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 looking. I got a text message. I'm responding to the text message, and then I look up, and and Netflix was like, "Do you want? You should probably watch this," and it suggested what okay. to watch, and I was like, mm, "Fuck it." Right. And I watched them. I was like, Lived oh, yeah. I'm a gambling man. Yeah. What does Netflix have to say? Yeah, well, let's do it. And it was it pretty good? good. Yeah, it was a French movie, The Restless or something. Okay, so there was nudity and sex in it. There was there was dead bodies. 
Very few nudity. Oh, yeah. Really, for French? A French movie. Typically, it's a lot of sex and nudity. Yeah, it was a police. Violence, it was like right? this guy would like he was fucking stealing money and something, something, and then he hit somebody and killed somebody, oh and then God. they were looking for the guy, and that was it. Was like oh oh, it, it was a brain. It was. It was it was stressful, but okay. I, I wouldn't have watched it. it you know, stressful. like if, yeah. but it was. But you would say the that suspense. it's indicative of of something that you would watch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, they were That's pretty spot wild, on. Wild, right? That's pretty. Yeah, I've um, gotten those suggested things to buy on Instagram or like the shopping on Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't bought anything yet. Right. But every time I'm like. This is so sick. Like, I do want this. Like, something will happen. I've went to go buy things several times, and then it's, like, a third party, so I'll have to, like, re-enter my PayPal or, like, re-enter something, and I won't know the password. Yeah. So that has stopped me. Um, But it's all stuff I would buy. Like, furniture, household stuff, purses, sunglasses. I'm like, how does this? This is wild. It fucking knows. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like, my, my Instagram's, like, bikinis, uh, guns and motorcycles. Yeah. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh, you know me so oh, well. Oh, your suggested page, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you know me so well. And, and mine is stripper poles and pugs. And know? pugs, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> what about like, pugs on stripper poles? I know, right? What? If I saw a pug on a stripper pole, that's it. I bet my you people lose their fucking mind. If you just did an Instagram page, pugs and and the stripper poles. One poles? of my girlfriends said that I should dress up like a pug and like do a stripper pole dance. That would even be better. <laughs> And a pug's watching. Or pugs are watching you. Oh my god, that would be so pugs great. Pugs are watching you. That'd be fucking insane. Watching. Oh my god. And then you're, uh, you're from Northern California, huh? Yes. You miss yes. it? Um, originally, I'm originally from a small town called Gaul. Um, after Stockton, before Sacramento, right? In, in be- yeah, I guess, yeah. If South coming, of Sacramento. If you're coming up from like the San Francisco area, yeah. After Stockton, before Sacramento. Correct, yes. Um, and it, it's like a tiny little... Um, Cowtown, kind of like ru- we used to play on the railroad tracks. There's like a mud volleyball king and queen. Um, there's like a store called the Herald Store. Like it was like the store. You know, like there's one grocery store, one stoplight. Now they got a Walmart. My grandma was all in like an uproar about that. Like the Walmart's gonna come in and take gonna the, change everything. Yeah, change everything. And but it's it, gonna it, mess with the local it businesses. Did, yeah, and it it did though. But yeah. you know what? Like everybody wanted it, and everyone shops there now. Even my grandma. So yeah, <laughs> but um. Really like, yeah, my parents got divorced, grew up in a trailer, lived on a farm. Um, super fun, super simple way of life. I'm like really grateful because we played like out in the dirt. I like had my cousins and um, I was the oldest of four. So I like to think like, um, I think I was kind of that generation. I'm 36. So I you think look that, amazing. Thank you. Um, lots of plastic surgery. Um, all, <laughs> very, all very proud of it. Shout out, Dr. Omar. Um, Dr. Omar. Dr. Omar, yeah. I'm going to see him on Saturday. Um, but I feel like I had such a beautiful childhood in the way of uh, not having a cell phone. I got a cell phone in high school, but for the most part, my childhood. We, we yeah, were, we, but, but we didn't have cell phones, like, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, I was, like, playing Snake, or, like, you know, you text somebody, snake. like, I'm coming over now, you know? Like, you call them on the house phone, and then you, like, text them when you leave, like, I'm coming over now, because, like, you were charged per text message. Right. And, um... So, yeah, I, I feel like I had such a charmed childhood in that. We had a really, my mom and dad had a really messy, nasty divorce. There was a lot of, like, religious-based trauma there. But other than that, like, growing up on a farm, playing with my cousins. The dream. Yeah. And in California. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So much fun. Did you get out of, uh, did you get, did you get chances to get out of town a lot or no? No. No. Where are we going to go? Going no. into town, like, th- there would be an announcement. Because it was, like, my grandma and my grandpa 
and then us in the trailer, my mom and the uh, three kids, and then four when she um, married my stepdad. And then my aunt and my uncle on the backside, it was five acres, and um, my four cousins. And whenever anybody went into town, it was an announcement. Yeah. We're going into town. Does anybody need anything? So, like, going into town was, like, a big deal. Yeah. And then once a year, we would go vacation in Dillon's Beach, like, in the off season. So, it would be fucking freezing. Right. Freezing. Freezing. Yeah, it gets cold It's there. not like you think, like, oh, California, the beach, how bad could it be? No. Freezing. It freezes. Overcast. The sand hurts. We're, we don't care. We're kids. We're boogie boarding the shit out of ourselves. Like, the stomach's all raw. Yeah. We don't care. We think it's great. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was always confused. Like, why are we always the only ones on the beach? Like, yeah. what's happening? But we go in the off-season when it was cheap, and that was, like, our one vacation that we would go on. <laughs> Good times, huh? Yeah. We didn't We didn't care. We thought it was great. I used to do that. I'd go to Florida, and, and during the winter, mm-hmm. and... and you know, for us, people mm-hmm. from California, mm-hmm. it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. You know? But I'd jump in the water and people thought I was crazy. Like, oh, my God, it's freezing. You're going to die. I'm like. You're a kid. You don't care. Yeah. You, you don't care. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't care. Now I think, like, doesn't that, that Wim Hof guy. Fucking like, love him. Yeah. He does the ice baths. And my friend was telling Have me. Have you tried it? It's really, um, I, so I've been to this spa called uh, Voda Spa. It's in West Hollywood. Have you ever no, no. So good. You got to try it. Um, if anybody has not tried Voda Spa, so good. Voda Spa. Russian Vanya. Um, it used to be like a little dingy because I really think like some people from like they came from Russia and they were like, this is it. Four walls, right. um, a salt pool, four super crazy banyas, super hot banyas, and then a um, like an ice bath. It's not actual ice in the bath. It's just super freezing. Yeah. And it's deep enough to where um, like most average people could go in. And it'll come about right to your chest, and then you sink down a little bit. You can go, like, you can plunge your whole body. But it's, the temperature is as if it's an ice bath, and they keep it like that all day. Wow. Or they call it cold plunge. Wow, so yeah. It's same concept. And um, I go there and, and do that. How many times do you go back and forth? You should go at least four, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. what is it, like five minutes, five minutes or something? Um, five minutes in the cold plunge. Holy shit. That's so long. Isn't it like after, like, two minutes, it's like, it's kind of like. I mean, cryo is like three, right? Is it? I haven't tried cryo. Oh, you got to try cryo. Yeah. It's so good, especially after you get off a long flight or if you've had like um, you had a long weekend and you're out drinking because you're super um, I started doing the IVs. Swollen. Like if I go crazy, I do the IVs you just to like. You that out. It's like not, you do, but yeah. you, get, you get all the vitamins in it. And, and at that moment when you wake up with that hangover, it's yeah. like. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I used to get, I would get a B12 Yeah. and I would get a cryo after I had like a long weekend and I'd be like. Back to normal. Rare to go. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so it's so good, and then I go there. I go there to Voda, and I do that. And um, you know, they were membership, and it was like thousands of dollars for membership. So who would have thought? Like when we were young, <laughs> we're like getting all these we thousands it. of dollars of cold plunge in the freezing ocean. I, I remember doing that as a kid too. We used to have like a hot tub, and then the pool wasn't heated, mm-hmm. and we'd jump back and forth. And my mother yeah. would scream, "What are you What are you doing? You're gonna get sick like that!" And I was yeah. like. And I don't care. And, and, and now it's like, that's the best way. Yeah, that's and, the best. And, and I think it's funny because uh, Russians have a thing called skvazniak. Mm-hmm. And what skvazniak means is like when you have like two windows open and you get that little breeze through the house, mm-hmm. they're scared of that. They're really scared of that because they're like, that air will they're get you sick. Scared. They're, they're scared. They Russians? Russians wow. call this stuff skvazniak. Okay. And it's whenever there's a breeze entering the house that kind of hits your back, mm-hmm. that's what gets you sick. Whoa. And I go, guys, that doesn't make sense. You jump in the ice. Yeah. Water. You guys are killers. You guys are killers yeah. and assassins, but tell yeah. them skvazniak. And they'll be like, oh. <laughs> that's 
that's, I a thought breeze. you were going to say something like it gets their soul or something. Takes no, soul. it's just a fucking breeze. And, I, so and I've seen them panic and they're like, oh, no, there's a skavazniak. Let's close the windows. And I'm like, really, that's dude? So funny. You just stood outside, smoked a thousand cigarettes and drank vodka yeah, for right? like two hours in the yeah. snow. And it's like And you're 10 worried about the yeah. breeze and you jumped in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, that's the, so funny. but they have that. I, I, I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. It's and they childhood. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just one of those. Just one of those things. They don't know why they do it. It's just from childhood. <laughs> yeah. So then when did you leave Northern California? Um, I left Northern California probably when I was about, I would go back and forth to LA for a while. I've been modeling for about 15 years. How'd you get into that? Just um, I, I got more into modeling. I wanted to buy, you know, remember Craigslist? Yeah. Like when it used to be legit. Now it's like a little bit sketchy. Um, I got into modeling because I needed to earn some extra money. Specifically, I wanted to buy my um, boyfriend a pinball machine, like this crazy pinball machine. I know I remember I needed more money. So then that's kind of how I got into nude modeling. I originally like realized I could do this modeling thing because I was friends with a girl, like this really beautiful blonde haired, like big boobs girl. And I was like, wow like everything I ever wanted to be in my life yeah and she was doing like these modeling at this at these clubs and like doing like a lingerie photo shoot up on stage at the club like with the DJ I think about it now and it's so silly I'm do you ever remember those like in the like uh I feel like in uh NorCal we did that a lot the the, the going to the it's just like a photo shoot at a club yeah um, no, I've heard of them, but it was—it's like the silliest concept now. But for the longest time, that was that like was the, the hot thing. thing to do. Yeah, especially in small towns. Yeah, exactly. A small yeah. town—it's just like an entertainment. And so I started doing that, and um, I was like making a little bit of money because like people would come and I'd put them on a list, and I was like, wow, you know, this this looks really cool. Like it just felt so, like I was above everybody, and I was like, this is like so neat like i'm here i'm partying but i'm like up here and then everybody else is down there so i felt super cool doing that so i wanted to do more of that and then i figured i got a little i hired a photographer and um i had i had a few and i had them give me like some tips and some pointers and stuff and i would go and get like this kind of crazy jewelry at the thrift store like a really cool dress at like a yard sale and um then i figured out on craigslist I, I don't know if what I discovered first, Model Mayhem or Craigslist. And I started realizing I could make a little bit of money doing mostly nude work. Yeah. And it's like, so that was like how I f- fell into the nude modeling because I, I needed to make money. Yeah, more money. More money, yeah. Yeah, so it's like do one day of nude modeling versus yeah. doing like 10 stupid car things. Or Yeah, yeah. Well, I was doing stuff. that too. I was doing the car stuff. I had like three jobs at one point. I was doing... I, so you you did this pretty much like all my your professional 20s, career. Yeah, all my twenties, I partied so I partied so fucking hard. I like had a boyfriend. I don't know how I did any of this. I worked at Walmart. I was waitressing in the mornings. I would work at Walmart. I was like um, working at Mercedes. Um, at one point, I was, and then I was like doing all this modeling on the side. And um, I'm really actually grateful for all that because I I don't have like the energy level to do what I was doing then. Yeah, of course. Now I don't, and I don't have the patience either. I right. just I'm kind of um, I just know a little bit more about what I want. But at that point, everything was so brand new, and I just was so unsure. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go for everything. And so I did that, and I would go back and forth to LA once I started getting a better feel for it. And, um, better car, more money. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily a better car. I don't know. I was never a like a car. Yeah. Yeah. A car for sure. I never, I mean, I was just always like 
drinking and like doing bad things, driving and I didn't drive drunk too often, but I feel like I'd always get caught. <laughs> I'd always get caught. I like wouldn't drive for a little while, but um so I would go back and forth the to LA. Shit we went to when we were young. I know, huh? right? Fucking like the, how many times we should have like died for sure. Oh, so many times. Oh, so many times. I, yeah. I did a DUI class real quick, and 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 then the guy, the instructor, was like, "Guys, you got caught this time. Yeah, like, more than likely, you did yeah. this a thousand times." And I was yeah. like, "Damn, he's probably right." Yeah, you know. And, but so we crazy. didn't have Uber. We didn't have Lyft. We That's didn't have the those thing. Things. Yeah, I'll never forget. I got this taxi app before uber and you could see the taxi on its way to you and i remember thinking this is so cool and i did use it but it was like so it was still so weird at that point like getting into a stranger's car now i do that all the time every day because i hate driving i'd rather be on my phone but it's so weird to think like i just call a stranger and i'm like hey come get me and it's like any number of strangers it could be a man it could be a woman it could be late at night like i don't know who this person you don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on but i just do it now all the time but back back in the day but now it's different because you have the the car make model license plate driver Mm -hmm. verified by uber blah 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 Mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. like i was in colombia one time and i called the taxi this is before uber black taxi In in Colombia, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Well, 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 <laughs> Black sup- taxi. well, you can call a taxi, but like you don't you don't want to stop a taxi. Yeah, that's where it gets crazy. Right. And and when I called the taxi, they're like, all right, this is gonna be the plate number, this is gonna be the driver name, and this is gonna be the code. Yeah. And and before you get in the taxi, you had to make sure a driver's li- yeah. license plate name, and then what's the code? Yeah. And 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 that's that's how you do that. And I was like, this is so dangerous. And then so when dangerous. Uber came out, mm-hmm. dude, I I got in early, mm-hmm. so I I was like. I'd go to a bar and come out and be like, oh, did you drive here? I'd be like, no, I have a driver. Like, what do you mean you have a driver? Like, let me tell <gasps> oh my, my driver to come. And like a black Escalade <laughs> would come or a Tahoe and they'd be like, whoa. It's like a, like a woman's like immediately yeah. like blowing you in yeah, the backseat. You're like, this is my driver. She's like, yes. She's like, oh my God. They're yeah. like, Robert? And I'm like, yes, Steve. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. And this was like the early, early, early. I love it. So that was a good time. And I got mad when everybody found out about Uber. I was of like, course. No. Yeah. They it's took like away my. Yeah. But it, I had it's, a guy on a date recently try to say that, like, my driver. And he tried to, like, give the Uber driver, like, a tip, like, as if he was employed by this person. It was really strange. And the Uber driver was like, no, like, yeah. no, it's okay. What are you, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people. Guys, don't do that. Just don't. Just say, I got us an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I got a well, black, back then, nobody Uber knew black. what an Uber was. So it was, yeah. it was two things. No, it, was, it made sense for you Yeah, then, it, for explain sure. yeah. an app and then, right. you know, how to download it and, like, that. Or just, I had a driver back then. But after of that, course, obviously, yeah. it never made sense. Oh, God, yeah. You know? But it's, it's interesting, too. A fun fact. I was talking to an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was like, what's the difference between, like, an Uber driver and a Lyft? Yeah. And Is there a difference? Yeah. That, well, for the drivers. You know, I was like, I was like, what's the difference? Like, like, do you prefer driving for Uber or do you, you know, because some people yeah. do both. Yes. And they go Lyft. It's always Lyft. Really? Lyft pays less, uh-huh. but, you know, it, it's even the business model. Mm. Uber is your personal driver mm-hmm. and Lyft is your friend with the car. Okay. So when people get in a Lyft, they're like, hey, what's up? You know, fist pound, you know, but when people go on the Uber, they're like, yeah, yeah, drive faster, drive slow, go here. Drive. They're right. more commanding. So they, oh. they get annoyed with the people okay. sometimes. As a little survey, I took a... Ad- I do remember the Lyft, like the pink mustaches. Yeah, yeah, because they, they were like trying... candy. But you know why they did that, right? Yeah, why? They were just trying to have uh, girls. They, they wanted a safe ride for women. Oh, that was okay. the thing. So they put this cute mustache. So girls feel like, oh, okay, cool. And here's the driver. And and they, that was <laughs> a pink furry mustache. <laughs> that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Safe. But wasn't that Get ridiculous? Get lady. There's a man in a van with candy and a pink mustache on yeah, the front. But you ate the candy. <laughs> <laughs> sure as hell ate that candy. <laughs> this shit was good. 
That's so funny. Okay, that's very cool. Yeah. I do remember that, though, now that you say that. And the fist bump and everything. Yeah. You're like, Lyft is cool. Lyft is cool. Like, my yeah. friend with the car. Yay. Yeah. But remember how bad it was, if you like, when we were younger? Mm-hmm. If you were at a party and a friend drove you, you had to, like, dude, I'm done. Like, yeah. can, can you take me home, man? Like, yeah. This is <laughs> this right. is fucking. I'm trapped. Right. You'd be oh trapped at parties. Oh my god. Like how many times have you been trapped at a party in your teens? Like you're just like I want to fucking go. This happened to me recently. One t- like um, one time in Sacramento, probably about a year and a half ago, and um, I wasn't as strong in my sobriety, and it was a smaller town, like um, kind of inside or the outskirts of Sacramento, and there just wasn't like any. Lyft or Uber drivers available and I was so stuck and I'll never forget like I was I was so like I, I was riddled with anxiety I was just like oh my everywhere I looked like somebody was like trying to you know like uh, like offer me a drink or like offering me group sex or like offering me like oh you know like uh, trying to have a creepy conversation and like spilling alcohol on me and I'm like oh my god I just want to get out of here yeah yeah but actually did um, you fall into the temptation no 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 because like all those people were I mean, everyone is just wasted. Like, what, yeah. what fun are you really having? But I actually, yeah, and it was it was so bad. So, yeah, you actually just reminded me of that. It was so bad. But we're so fortunate here in L.A. Like, we don't really, if you have to wait for more than five minutes for, like, yeah. an Uber or Lyft, you're like, what is wrong with the system? I'm being failed. Rawr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's so funny. That's so interesting. Yeah, I'm really grateful. I don't know if I could be sober if we didn't have things like Uber and Lyft because I just constantly Irish goodbye all the time well it's just so convenient too i i, I have friends that are, are, are you know pretty wealthy and they have they had a few supercars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they got rid of it yeah they go between parking and yeah. ballet and parking tickets and gas yeah. and services tickets. and this, that that like literally dropped my overhead eight thousand dollars getting rid of cars yeah you know and i'm like dude eight thousand dollars and that's just like monthly payments plus when right. you add everything else mm-hmm. you know it's it's insane mm-hmm. you know so it, it's very very convenient I'm going to tell people that's what I did, that I got rid of my supercar. Yeah, yeah. No, and I know actual people have done it, and yeah. it, it, it's, a, it's a real thing. It's just kind of like, how do you justify it? Especially in West Hollywood. It, it, yeah. If you're in Marina in LA, or in LA. Orange County or something like that. Well, especially that. if you have things like Toro, you know, like if you need, you know, a fucking crazy looking car, just go pick one up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's easier to do that once than to continuously have this thing. Yeah. LA is that we are such we are such like the city of not to take it on a dark spin but we're such the city of bankers there's we, a lot of like fucking just fakers. go rent like a really nice car you know you can rent shoes you can rent purses you can rent like a really nice dress like they have this thing called rent the you runway you can rent shoes you and can, purses yeah yeah you can just or even me I can go to a designer and I can say like hey can I borrow you know I can go through their Instagram and say hey can I borrow this look I have somewhere that I'm going most of the time they'll be like, yeah, because it's something, this is what the celebrities have been doing. They, yeah. they don't like really, so-and-so is going to the Oscars. Sometimes they will yeah, have these dresses made. Yeah, $200,000 dress. Yeah, sometimes they'll have them made specifically for that person or designed specifically for that person, and they'll keep it, they'll take it home. Um, but most often than not, it's just a dress that it was made for the person for that particular event, and then it goes back to the showroom, and that's it. Like, they're it, not really buying any of these it's, things. It's funny because we're having this conversation. It's like anybody from L.A. is like, yeah, we know that. Yeah. You know, like, but people in the world do not yeah. know that. I used and remember to really the gift baskets? That, yeah. Remember the gift baskets mm-hmm. celebrities would get, like, mm-hmm. at the red carpets? Mm-hmm. And there would be, like, a Rolex watch, mm-hmm. a fucking expensive this, expensive. And it was just a gift bag. Like, yeah. here you go. Yeah. Here you go for the famous. Yeah. But I love that. <laughs> I'm going to go get free Botox in a couple days, too. <laughs> 
God bless. So you're, you're, you're a big fan of plastic surgery. I love plastic surgery. You ever, you ever thought about doing it out of the country? I'm a little scared to do it out of the country. I have a girlfriend um, who actually just uh, about a month ago messaged me, and she was like, there's this clinic in Turkey that wants influencers. Do you need, like, a nose job, or do you need some, like, lipo, or do you need, like, anything that you'd be comfortable talking about uh, on social media? And I was like, you know what? I'm so com- I've I've had so many plastic surgeries. Like I couldn't. I've had at least like twenty different plastic surgeries. Um, Can't even tell. Amazing doctor. I feel I like feel I, like I still I still want to age. Like I don't want to look like somebody different. I think that's where sometimes the plastic surgery gets skewed a little bit. Where you have like these super super huge breasts or a super super fake but yeah, exaggerated like really exaggerated like, almost like a caricature this is natural yeah i mean that's not all the way natural but, but no no but, but this is a, a natural look right I, I would like to think that kind of like what i have going on you if you were somebody that grew up with me you would still say like okay yeah i still see cj um and i know that also like the caricature stuff um is is a certain look for certain people i'm not necessarily um like speaking out against that but i just think that for me i've never really wanted to look like something else i've always wanted to look like the best version of myself and i'm not necessarily afraid of aging i think there's also that misconception people think if i go do some botox or i get something like nipped or tucked or lipo or whatever oh you you don't want to look, you want to look fake. You don't want to accept that you're aging or whatever, that you're getting older. I just kind of feel like I'm like of the Dolly Parton-esque where it's like if something's falling, yeah. I want to get it picked up. Or um, if something's dragging, like I want to see what I can do to like fix that. But I mean, you know, Dolly Parton versus like Madonna, I guess. Yeah. This might be a little bit out of your scope or some of the male viewers no, might no, be a little understand. bit out of your scope. Dolly Parton is, she's kind of looked that way for many, many years, and she yeah. still looks relatively good, I would think. And Madonna is kind of somebody that I would say is maybe not necessarily the desirable look or yeah. not necessarily she's not doing the plastic surgery thing the right way. So, um, yeah, so I try to get my plastic surgery done the right way. With that being said, I hear so many horror stories of people going out of the country to try to get a cheap plastic surgery. Yeah. And um, my version of that is I've had like a really horrible lip filler that I got for free. Like but I think everybody back. went through the bad lip thing. But you know what? The thing about <laughs> it is, it is that you get it for free. Right. A lot of these people will get it for free. Some don't. If you're paying for it, oh my God, I can't. I just, that's crazy. But if you, especially if you get it for free or you get a plastic surgery for free, you just can't help but go extreme and want more and want more and it's free so it's like it's fucked more, up more, yeah or more, it's very more. inexpensive it's not always free but it's very inexpensive or you you know you go and you post about it in turkey or whatever the thing about it is if it gets done wrong you're fucked you're yeah you're kind of fucked you're and fucked temporarily and, it, and it, yeah especially if you're making a career off right. your images right and your looks that's and your the thing i've seen some horror stories i follow a couple plastic surgery blogs yeah and um I know, you know, there's got to be good doctors everywhere. And yeah. there's also bad doctors in Beverly Hills. You know, people get yeah, of course. surgery in Beverly Hills and in LA. It's a nightmare. Yeah, so you just have to do your research. I haven't gone out of the country yet, but I guess what I'm saying is that I wouldn't be against it. But you you'd really be like, have to do your research, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I know a lot of people, they go to Colombia. Mm-hmm. To Colombia, they get the BBL. They, they do every Like, I, I had my... Um, my friend's ex-wife, mm-hmm. you know, she was very fit, like very fit, gym fanatic. But she did, this was like six years ago, she did teeth, uh, chin, nose. Uh, she took a little bit from here that was, you know, whatever, injection in the butt. And it was like five grand. 
Yeah, wow. Back then. Yeah. And it was like just a nose job right. back then. It was like $10,000, $15,000. Oh, for $1, sure. That'd be $50,000. You know, yeah. Now it's even yeah. more ridiculous. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you look at the stories of, um, of Colombia, you know, they have tons and tons of plastic surgeons. And people don't know that Pablo Escobar was the one that brought plastic surgeons to Colombia because he was hiding drugs in women's bodies like he'd get models what? oh you didn't know this it was fucking what? dark so he would kidnap he would be like oh there's a doctor in in mexico or a famous doctor he'd be like hey doc you know let's go check this out let's go to colombia and he'd kidnap him and he would have him do these surgeries and this became such a big thing that they ended what up kind making of surgery well like a breast implant but, but they would put coke cocaine They'd put cocaine inside and then they would fly the girl to Mexico. No, no, this was humongous. No. They made a soap opera about it. What? What's it called? It's called uh, Sin Senos No Hay Paraíso. So it means uh, without tits, there's no paradise. Stop! And, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I got like that. it's got like five. It's a good fucking show. It's an older show. Okay, you'll have to send me. But um, I hope I, I hope they don't like, they can't hear this. But um, a leaf blower happening. Yeah, I, I don't even know why there's no leaves it's Pablo out, there. out there. He's like fucking telling all Gen my no no. Oh, secrets. there's so many soap. <laughs> They made the soap opera, uh -huh. uh, the novela, uh, because they wanted to inform the public. Because there was a lot of women that were missing, you know. So, for example, they would get beautiful girls, and they'd be like, oh, you want to be a model? Here's some money. Come to my mansion. They were like, wow. Yeah. And they're like, look, we have, a, we have a deal in Spain. We'll take you out there for two months. You'll get paid $40,000. Mm -hmm. Imagine the 90s, mm -hmm. 80s, 90s. Right. And that uh, will fly you back. You know, here are the other models we have. Once they took them to Spain, they would put them in whorehouses, inject them with heroin, take mm. away their phones, and they were lost forever. That's and so and this sad. happened. Oh, it was very sad. So that Why was. Why would they do that? I thought you were going to say that they put drugs in their boobs. Well, th then that was one thing. The other thing is they would do the drugs, and then they would fly them to Mexico, and then they would either fix them, or sometimes they would just let them, you know, it, it was bad. Oh. So the, the point of this soap opera was to inform the public of how mm. evil this was. Wow. But um, I don't know. Should we take a timeout real quick? Sure. I just feel bad about the that's fine okay one second so but now i think like like even fucking la is crazy i know oh my god there was How helicopters crazy. around my apartment this morning for an hour and a half apparently there was a man wielding a a knife a shank or something i'm like 9 30 in the morning like what? what what are you doing dude yeah what are you doing probably hasn't slept probably upset about something you know like i don't Oh, Stayed up all night. Yeah, I'm like I'm in West Hollywood. My rent does not reflect like this type of behavior. Yeah. So that was annoying. But while I was trying to get my therapy, big proponent of therapy, by the way, um, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. I have 45 minutes with my therapist, probably for about three years, maybe a little less. Every Wednesday, once mm -hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. It, is it, it okay continue <laughs> no i wanted to ask like do you is it just pure therapy or do you kind of see it like a mentoring as well or uh i i really love my therapist his uh his name is chris donahue he's a really well-respected uh sex therapist i wouldn't say that he's like a mentor he's mentory in some ways yeah um i would say he's wait what the fuck is a sex therapist so, like, because I do, like, the OnlyFans and right. because I did, like, the um, webcamming, like, years ago and I, like, got into, like, nude modeling so fast and I was, I guess I, 
I, um, well, I was in a relationship and the guy that I was seeing and how I kind of came to know about Chris Donahue is, um, we were trying to figure out like how I kind of had arrived at this space in my life. Really. I think he was trying, my boyfriend at the time was trying to shame me into like stopping, but, um, stopping the OnlyFans and stopping the, the sex work and all that. Um, but I, I, I had always been curious cause I was raised super religiously. Yeah. So I, like I had always thought like, why was somebody just like, okay. Um, so if you take off your clothes and take pictures and I give you this money, like, and I would, and that's for me, like kind of made sense. Yeah. So I guess we were kind of trying to unpack that because I guess, you know, not everybody thinks that way. Right. There's a lot of women that would be like, wait a minute. I would never show my body like for money. Like, yeah. are you kidding? Yeah. But at the time, I mean, I ne- I needed money, so I was just like, okay, this makes it seems like an even exchange. <laughs> and so, my boyfriend was like, "How oh, you know something's wrong with you? Like, how did you arrive? And like, and and you've now stayed in it for so long. Like, we've got to get you out of this." I and, mean, it um, kind of makes sense what you're saying, right? I could see, um, like him and I are de- like definitely not on good terms. He did a lot of like really fucked up shit to me, and, and still does. It's so strange, um, but. I can appreciate that as somebody that was dating me was like, um, you know, this disturbs me and it's not normal, I guess. Um, so like, let's try to figure it out. So I can appreciate that part of it, you know? Right. So, um, and then I, I think he thought that he was going to get this sex therapist involved and this sex therapist was going to tell me, um, no, this is the wrong way to be sexual. And here over here is the right way to be sexual and like makes all these suggestions and kind of like turn my life around or turn it into a different direction at least. Right. And so, um, and, and I'm listening. I just want to check the camera. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, it, but that's not what happened. <laughs> and so I kind of just, um, became more comfortable with what I was doing, more confident. We were trying to figure out kind of like where it came from and, uh, if I am going to go on with it or like, what does that look like as far as like my so future? Like, you gotta, he kind of want to make, make you choose like do yeah. this or choose me. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a thing. That's um, kind of so bad. No. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why the relationship didn't work out that among a bunch of other things, but yeah, I'm but if super, you, but if you turned it around, you know, like if you would have yeah. quit it for him, then it's like, all right, 10 years later, like, dude, you right. like, I, I shouldn't have done that. That's the thing is that, um, I'm like, I'm a big, proponent of marriage um and i'm a big proponent of um like um i guess like masculine and and feminine energy i really believe in that and um i was fortunate enough before my parents had a horrible nasty divorce um they were for the most part like very functioning i saw my mom being like very loving with my dad and um like kind of you know she was the homekeeper so she would make dinner for us and he would go to work and so I saw more the traditional so I value that I respect that um you know if there's anybody watching that doesn't value that or doesn't like that that's totally cool too but (laughs) that's that's your opinion yeah yeah so so I desire that is what I'm saying so I desire like a traditional relationship so that being said I would be open um if I ever got in a relationship and the guy was like you know I, I don't really know how I feel about you continuing to do this. You know, we're dating. We're serious. I love you. Like, let's maybe discuss getting you out of this. Let's figure it out together. I'd be super open for that conversation. Um, and I'd be super open to saying, okay, you know, let's get married and, and make sure that um, everything is taken care of, that we're all good financially. 
And then quitting, you know, the OnlyFans or the sex work or the nudity or kind of however you want to call it. Um, I'm super down for that. And that would make sense for me if I was in like a, um, a super stable relationship, um, which I also know that that's not for everybody. And maybe I might get some shit for saying that. But that being said, this person was kind of like, no, if you love me, you'd quit right type of a thing and i'm like that's not yeah that's not really like a discussion like we got to discuss this it's like my whole life pretty much could 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 i say that um in in earlier times when you were doing these uh nude shots Mm -hmm. and modeling etc uh there was more sex involved versus now that you're online content Mm -hmm. and you don't have to really Mm -hmm. go to you know a nightclub or a private house or anything right would you say there's less sex compared to what there was before um, okay, so let me ask you to clarify, like sex, like actual sex? Well, that's what, because you or said like sex. sex. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying whatever you meant by sex, because you're saying sex, modeling this. Yeah. But they're like three different categories, right. and it's like, well, which ones are? So like the, the really, so the term that triggers people, which I feel like it, it doesn't get used as much anymore, is the term sex work. And so I think. Right. Yeah. What's the- which sex work can it's, it's such a, it's kind of a wild term. And I think this is why it seems like we don't use it as much anymore because people think sex, like you're having sex, you're exchanging. Yeah. And, um, I, 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 I feel like, uh, you know, if you're like a prostitute or you're, you're an escort, you're still doing like a very valid job. It's the oldest profession in the the world. Um, I, I haven't had to do anything like that. I haven't decided to pick up anything like that. So, um, I would be different in that there wasn't any sex acts involved. I've had sugar daddies. I talk about that all the time, but yeah. um, in in my opinion, that's that's different. Right. Um, some people wouldn't agree, but in my opinion, that's different. Yeah. But you know, um, so I haven't done like a, a escorting type of a thing. So for me, there wasn't any actual sex. Right. But when people say sex work, they mean like a OnlyFans girl or a girl that's maybe posting. That's kind of more what I want to say. Which is kind of, yeah, which is kind of fucked up, no? Because there's like no sex. Yeah. (laughs) But because you're nude... And so this is like also the thing that they come. They couldn't in. add to like you know sexy work, right? Sexy work or yeah, or like stripping or something. It's like nobody's having sex there. But I guess because you're nude, it falls under this like largely blanketed term of like sex work. And um, so I maybe I should actually even s- refrain from using that in my um, interviews from now on. But I mean, it's kind of such an old terminology. Or sexy, so just you know, because yeah. even sexy work is like right. okay, sexy work, right? Sex work, you're like, oh, right. okay, so what did what led to you know exactly? You you assume kind of that yeah that right. it's you're having sex, which would make total sense, but right. yeah. Um. So so I definitely you're working. I definitely <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, I definitely wasn't doing that. But um, even just like a nude photo shoot would fall under that term, so to speak. Got so it. yeah, which is it's very misleading. Um. So just to clarify for the view- viewers at home, some woman's like, I'm changing the channel. Oh, oh wait, God, no, she wasn't this? having sex for money. Okay, I'll stay watching. I'll just, you know, 30 more seconds. Let's see what's it, is going on Isn't it fucking ridiculous that a woman can have sex with anybody she wants for free, but if she mm. charges, it's against the law? Yeah, I think it's kind of silly, it, honestly. It, 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 no, it's really silly yeah. because what ends up happening is you're making it more dangerous for them now because right. if it was legal, they'd be protected and they would be right. in a safe environment. Just tax it. It's right. like weed. Just tax, Just it. tax exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly. Have well, the ladies walking around, have the areas that they need to go, have them pay a tax and like, let's all move and, on and move on. Yeah. And, 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 and it's back to the whole drug thing. It's like, 
making drugs illegal mm-hmm. doesn't prevent anybody from doing it. Right. It's just the people that are doing it now have to buy it from unknown sources and right. untrusted people, and you don't right. know what you're getting. And there's a lot of talk about that, too, because now people are dying from the fentanyl Oh, it's so fucking crazy. It's, it's rampant. In you AA. know Oregon legalized everything, right? Yeah. I don't really know about that, though. That's kind of a lot. Well, right? they decriminalized it. Yeah. They decriminalized it, so you would think they're going to start doing something like what they right. did with the uh, weed, where they're going to be right. testing it, and the companies are going to be right. producing it. And it's going to be... But better control. It's going to be better quality. Right. Because right. the problem is, is if you get cocaine in, in Colombia, that shit's mm-hmm. fucking fire, fire, right? That's just yeah, like, ah, I know. You know. It's the greatest thing in the <laughs> world. I'm like, maybe I should never but, go to Colombia. But by the time it gets to Mexico, right. and then by the time it gets to California, mm-hmm. and by the time it gets to Dito, that thing's been chopped up so many times so many that times, you're yeah. like, oh man, yeah. I don't know about this shit. This shit's fucking crazy. Right. Right. You know, so that, I, I think that's the biggest that's problem. That's the dangerous part. But that's yeah. the same thing with prostitution. Mm-hmm. A girl can sleep with anybody. But the moment she charges money, it's a big, yeah. it's, it's taboo. Yeah. And that's kind of the, I mean, I would even take it a step further and say a girl, you know, a woman really can't sleep with everyone and then it's taboo for free because then she's just like a slut. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's interesting. It's interesting. I would say it's interesting to be a woman right now. It's kind of tough to be a man. I kind of feel for oh, men. Oh, it's so hard to be a I, fucking dude. I feel, I mean, I don't know if you're being serious or not. But oh, like, it's so hard. Honestly, I do, uh, I feel for guys right I'm now. I'm questioning everything I'm asking you, but you're giving such a cool vibe that I'm like, all right, I can yeah. ask a fucking question. I want you to be open. But do, there's, yeah. there's so many questions that in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, will she get offended? Is she going to throw black water on me? No, Will the black know. water stain? No. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can ask whatever. If I don't want to answer it, I'll just say it. Yeah. No, no, but it's it's yeah. very difficult to approach uh, women, to have conversations, mm-hmm. to make comments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you gain some weight or, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you, you nice ass or yeah. you say anything, it could trigger this yeah. thing. Well, just not even you've gained some weight or nice ass because if you say either of those things to me, that's fucking weird. Don't tell me I've gained weight <laughs> and don't fucking tell me I have a nice ass because I just met you. Right, but, right, right. I know. But, but even if you were to open up the door for me, like I th- you open up the door for me, you know, some woman might take that as a, what, you don't think I can't open up my own door? Yeah. Or like if you pull out the, the seat for, for a woman, <laughs> I can pull out my own seat. I don't need that. And it's just like, whoa. Or it's like, like you buy a drink or, you know, like, yeah. oh, I don't need that drink. He's going to try to harass me all night. And it's like, maybe I'm just trying to buy you a drink or maybe I'm just the, the being a The point is, it's like you can't do anything. Yeah. But you really can't do anything. Yeah. If it's nice as you gain weight, uh, opening the door, closing the door, pulling yeah. out a chair. It's like you can't. Yeah. Everything is a red flag. Yeah. Your men are a little bit like you y'all know? are If I show my car, right it's a problem. If I don't show my car, right. it's a problem. If right. I fucking like... Yeah. What am, what am I supposed to do? Toxic masculinity. That's problematic behavior. And it's like, yeah. oh my God. You know, if I'm, if I, if I get a phone call and I get a little flustered, I go, fuck. Oh yeah. shit. This guy's aggressive. Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. Like, oh, I just fucking lost yeah. a deal or. I'm a masculine man. I'm expressing myself now. You know, if, if you're throwing things, breaking things, that's different, but you're a man, you're masculine. You're expressing yourself in a masculine way. You know, you're not geared geared towards anybody right like that. But, but now but everything's but now being a man you have yeah. to question it because yeah. you gotta see who's fucking watching you and right. how they're gonna take it yeah yeah and I, I feel for guys on that too i mean you know we we don't have to go like super into this because i know everyone's probably tired of hearing about it but case in point you know something like what johnny depp is going through like it's really you know people i do kind of feel like um men sometimes aren't allowed to have like emotions or aren't allowed to like experience things in the way that 100 percent they're not in the way that we're allowed Uh, and here's the thing a woman doesn't even want to see her man emotional right right 
right, you know? right, right, right. Yeah. They don't want to see it. Right. I think they'll, they'll entertain it. Oh, right. honey, what's going on? What's going on? Right. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, fuck. They hate yeah. that shit. They, yeah. they fucking hate it. In the back of their head, who this little fucking bitch? Yeah. What is my man complaining about? <laughs> like they, they'll convince you to help pull it out, right. but they'll be like, "Fuck this. Right. This guy's a bitch, man. Right. Who did I marry? I, have, se- I have seen that in some social settings. Yeah. Oh, they'll walk away and they'll talk to their friends, but oh yes. my god, so fucking so and so. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I want to say really like, um, I'm I'm actually guilty of that. I'm <laughs> yeah. guilty of that. I'm totally guilty of that. Um, I was dating somebody after fucking this last holding relationship. the guy, yeah. petting his head. It's okay. Yeah. What, what's going on? I think we. I think the thing about it is, is like <laughs> women, like we really crave like stability. I think sometimes it's scary to see like if your man is really rattled. We crave, you know, like we because we're kind of supposed to be the emotional ones. Right. So, you know, that, that could be what that represents. Like in that moment, the woman is concerned, you know, especially if it has something to do like financially or, you know, like if you don't make the deal, we're going to lose the house. It's like, okay, yeah, that's fucking scary. But, um, I think that, yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit tough right now because I feel like what I'm seeing a lot with my girlfriends and my social circles is the women are getting a little more masculine and I have to like call myself on some of these things too. I definitely have like some masculine tendencies that I'm kind of trying to work on so I can attract somebody that's um so I can attract the type of man that I want and I don't want a man that I'm gonna have to like kind of boss around or play like the more domineering role so in that I think what's going on is we have kind of so many like um boss boss bitches and or you know like boss bitch mentality and um women were we're getting, um, I think really like a lot of us are just like really, we're kind of scared, but we don't really know how to show it. Um, and I think. But you, you girls are doing it. Yeah. Well, we're doing girls it. Girls are doing it. But I don't know how many of us are doing it happily. You know, yeah. I really f- wish I would have like prioritized um, my mental health a little bit more when I was younger. And also um, I wish I would have like had different boundaries set for the people around me and the way people were treating me but I didn't really know how to like call those things out so I'm kind of trying to make it for lost time a little bit and not my older years and what I see is it's a lot of women that um I think we're not allowing for like a even private moment with our significant others for you to even say hey babe I had a really bad day at work you know like I'm feeling really down like you know I don't know maybe can we just like chill in bed for a little bit like can you you know like can we eat a sandwich in bed and like just have like a like a soft moment together like bond yeah like have a bonding moment yeah and i think um weakness is or the softness is mistaken for weakness which i've i've done that myself and i've seen it play out where my girlfriends will their, their guy might need like a a private moment and um a soft moment and the women are like, ew, get away. You know, like, Oh my God, what the Run. fuck is wrong with this guy? But I think it's just because I, 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 I feel like a lot of people are scared and that's just like the scared. But, but it, it's, it's a mind fuck because mm-hmm. it's a mind fuck just for the simple fact that it, it, it's not even, I don't know, man, as a man, I would say it's even bad, you know, being that vulnerable. Cause yeah. it's like, if I, it, it's, it's, you know, your body, it's therapy, it's everything. Mm-hmm. If you say something, you mm-hmm. know, like I think it's, they said Bruce Lee had a saying, he said, be careful what you say about your body because your yeah. body doesn't know a joke. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah. if you're saying you you're sad, you know, you, you put it out the universe. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying you're sad and you're talking about being sad and mm -hmm. then somebody else is agreeing that you are sad, mm -hmm. then you're like, you're sad. Mm -hmm. You know, where if you kind of just like, I got to figure this shit out. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to make more money. I got to yeah. move forward. Mm -hmm. I got to fucking, you know, to infinity mm -hmm. and beyond. Mm -hmm. then, in AA, we say you it. have to experience so it. It's, it's, you don't hide them yeah, away. Yeah, so it could be poisonous. Yeah, it but you be. have to experience it. But I, I strongly suggest any man, don't fucking complain to your girl. Like, mm -hmm. you, you can't. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't mm -hmm. give a fuck. She will pretend she gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of women will say they don't give a fuck, mm -hmm. but they give a fuck. Okay. You know, and this is something they'll talk to their girlfriends and to their families. Yeah, we do. We do. We talk. We, yeah. we talk. Don't we, do we it, talk. dudes. Do what, not do it. What should a, what should a guy do, though? Like, well, I'm actually curious. Deal like, with what it. What would you say? Su Deal suggest? with it. But get you, a therapist or get a mentor, maybe? I think a mentor mm -hmm. for a man. Mm -hmm. um, fuck it. I mean... You know, I, I, did you watch Sopranos? No, no, I watched Sopranos. Yeah, Sopranos was a good show back in the days, really? but it was cool because he was this mob boss and mm -hmm. he was seeing a therapist mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. Yeah. And all the mob bosses, he's seeing a fucking therapist. Yeah. Like that's crazy, but uh, but obviously he, his thing was a little like deeper. A special therapist but, <laughs> for mob bosses. But as a man, I would say nobody gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. Nobody gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. uh, your friends will probably, you know. Like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get mm -hmm. it. But at the end of the day, it's your problem. And mm -hmm. the only way it's going to get solved is if you move forward. Yeah. If you move forward and just fucking keep your eye on the prize mm -hmm. and keep taking those steps mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, however people want to say it, mm -hmm. uh, that is going to be your best outcome. Mm -hmm. But if you constantly, there's a guy that I follow. He's fucking like super masculine, masculine. His name's Andrew Tate. And he has this little thing. He has this speech about where he doesn't believe in depression mm. he doesn't believe that depression is is something that that you know you're walking one day and you catch it and you're like oh my god i caught mm. depression and and that's it it's like no you get into depressing situations mm. but if you change your situation you're not going to be depressed yeah but what ends up happening is, is if you get in this depressing situation like mm. if you have no money and your car takes a shit right. and you're being evicted that's a depressing situation mm. and if you don't change that you're fucked but if you go to a therapist, they're like, well, it's okay to be depressed. And, and you know what? Here's some medicine. And, and you know what? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Bring out the depression. Bring out the, and, and you buy into it mm -hmm. and you mentally fuck your brain and you get stuck in that. Mm -hmm. You're done. Mm -hmm. You're going to be for that. And that, that's kind of like the example he gave, uh, you know, about Robin Williams. He goes, mm -hmm. you know, Robin Williams for 10 years saw a therapist, was taking yeah. medicine and doctors were like, it's okay to be depressed. Oh, just just embrace it and deal with it. You know, whatever the case is, and I'm yeah. paraphrasing what he said, right. but it made a lot of sense. It's yeah. not a disease you catch; mm -hmm. it's an emotion that you either feed mm -hmm. or you fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, we say a lot of a, a lot of talk about uh, depression a lot in AA, and I talk about it with my therapist a little bit because I did I did used to suffer from it, and I feel like it comes from my mom's side. Um, I saw my mom struggle with it a lot. But I have to say, like, after I stopped the drugs, stopped the alcohol, I got, I mean, which I didn't even go in there trying to say I don't even want to be depressed anymore. I just knew I didn't want my life ruled yeah. by alcohol and drugs anymore. And it kind of just ended up fading into the background. But I think. Because you did something about yeah. it. You acknowledged it and said, well, I have two exactly. choices. Continue being depressed. I think depressed. that's the thing. I acknowledged it. The thing that concerns me with what you're paraphrasing with the Andrew Tate theme is it sounds like. I'm not hearing him acknowledge like it's there. It sounds like he's just like a David Goggins type of thing where you're just powering through, you're shitting down your leg and you're like keeping running. Like that's cool, but that's not for everyone. I think the important thing is, 
we say in AA, like you acknowledge it, but you just say like, okay, today I'm not feeling very good. Um, I'm feeling a little depressed, but I still have to get my shit done. Like I don't I stop. Still it. I right. don't stop. Like life doesn't stop. Life is always in session. We acknowledge it. We're not trying to. Right. You don't have to go full blown like David Goggins. You're yeah, right. But yeah. But we're saying today I don't feel good. However, that doesn't um, free me from my responsibilities and the things that I have to get done. Right. You know, so I, I, I definitely subscribe to like kind of something like that where it's like, okay, I woke up. I feel a little depressed today. I don't even really know why, but I still have to get X, Y, Z done. And you still kind of keep it moving. How do you start your days? Do you, do you start with any motivational speeches or, you know, a fucking song that just makes you feel fucking great? Your favorite <laughs> breakfast. You know, like, what, what is Every day I start my day with inside. I do 50,000 push-ups <laughs> and pull-ups and I fucking life is great. I used to go to, or I used to get up and go to Orange Theory every morning and then they fucking shut it down. Orange, shut orange it. what? Orange Theory. I it's a, the fucking best workout ever. Oh my God. I'm so angry at Orange Theory. Um, they shut it down. It was like right across from the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, kind of over in okay, that area. Yeah. They fucking shut it down. I don't know what was going on. I got some inside inside information. Apparently, they just like weren't running things like that. Orange Theory had always been the problem child, and they weren't running things the way that they should have been running. I don't know. Um, so they shut it down. But it was amazing. It was amazing. It's like ten min or twenty minutes of rowing, twenty minutes of. Uh, treadmill and then 20 minutes of weight i think i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and yeah. all the and like equipment is orange circle yeah is red and orange yeah orange yeah 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 and so um it was so cool i loved it i don't start my morning like that anymore obviously because it's gone but i'm kind of still reeling from that a little bit it was a few months back and i'm still trying to figure out kind of my routine from there i was actually just talking about my therapy uh, about this with my therapist this morning that um i do really crave a morning routine so this morning I got up and I listened to a 10-minute uh, meditation, like a guided meditation. And um, that felt really good. I went to an AA meeting. Um, I think the one thing that I struggle with, and I know so many people struggle with, is our head is so filled with stuff. Like, just stuff. So much. Yeah, just stuff. Like, there's some important stuff in there, for sure. This is sure. why people listen to podcasts, just to get distracted yes. from the stuff in their head. This is exactly why I listen to podcasts. Because, yeah, it's like I need um, I need kind of something else other than the chatter that's in my brain. Recently, I've been experiencing more. I don't really know why. I've come to accept that it just, just go in waves. There's not always a rhyme or reason. But um, I got up. I did this 10-minute meditation. I got into an AA meeting so I could clear my mind. And then after that, it kind of seemed like... Okay, now I can kind of get my day started. But I'll tell you one thing. If you don't have, like, just these couple little things, I swear to God, you could go down so, so fast. Well, look, look so at, fast. Well, look at you as an example. You see your therapist, mm-hmm. huge help. Mm-hmm. You see your AA meeting, mm-hmm. huge help. Mm-hmm. You're doing podcast in private. Where Look how personal this is. Once you put this on... This is so much different. Mm-hmm. We would never have a conversation like this. Correct. But because we're so focused and in tune and listening, it's a different experience. Uh, then you have your work mm-hmm. and your business, and then you have your friends and your social life. Like you're doing so many things to stay positive. But I'm trying. I'm trying, but you're doing it. But how many people don't even have? Oh don't God. see the therapist, or don't go to the AA, or don't. Because I don't know what I don't know what I would do. I I wanted to kill myself before before I got sober. Like, one of the last times I remember thinking, like, I'm going to kill myself or I'm just going to be, like, a drunk that um, collects cats. 
and like just hangs out with <laughs> that's the cats. Fucking extreme. I'm sorry like, for laughing, but no, a- no, please laugh, please laugh, because no. it is ridiculous. Which is why it didn't happen. Thank God. But like those were like my two options. ridiculous options. Those are the options you put into your. That's uh, options that I put for myself. Yeah, and it was. I'll never forget that. It was so sad. I was like, wow, this is what my life has came to. How, I just how, didn't how, want to try anymore. At that time? 30, um, this was when I was 33. Yeah. I had just, I just turned three years sober. So, yeah, I was 33 at the time. This was a few months before I got sober. So it was your darkest moment? For sure. I mean, one of them. I mean, there's like a handful of like super yeah. dark moments. But um, that was that's one that sticks out that always sticks out because I just thought I'm tired of trying and I don't even want to go outside and get drunk. Like I was postmating wine and I didn't even like wine, but that was like mm. all I could postmate at the time. And, um, I was just, yeah, I didn't even want to get dressed up and go out anymore. I'm like, why What's the point? I go home alone anyways. So <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Postmates the wine to me direct yeah. baby. No driving. I didn't even want to get up from my, like room and go downstairs to, to the get. door. Yeah, I didn't want to. What'd you do? You had to. I right? had to. Otherwise, yeah. I couldn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> and I would order it in bulk. I would get like the you know the get five get one free or whatever. Yeah. Fucking Bevmo. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it was. It was, it was something, but yeah, I don't know what I would. But have what done was the moment that you were like before? Because now it's like I go to therapy. I do this. I do this. like you yeah. do so many healthy things to keep your mind healthy. But yeah. what was the moment where where you were like, okay, cats or death? Alcohol and cats are death. What snapped and you were like, wait, these are not my only options. Like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, well, I did end up the the guy that got me the sex therapist. This um this poor guy, I think he you know, he probably likes broken people, a bit of broken people. And um, so God bless that though, that that person in that way, because um he was sober and he was like you know, um, you can come to these meetings with me if you want. Like, you don't have to participate. You can just come. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go. I'll just go, like, in support of you because I like you. And I just, like, want to be a part of your life. And you're nice. Yeah, and you're, like, perfect. And I'm, like, obsessed with you. So, like, I'll just go and sit and I'll just support you. And um, so I would go and I went for a little while and I cut back on my drinking. I think I went for a few months and I cut back. And then I started really liking him. And we went out Easter weekend, and we went to a really nice place called Pelican Hill in Pe- Orange yeah, County. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's so nice. It literally looks like beautiful. yeah. If you've never heard They're of doing it. weddings there. Yeah, like look it up. It's beautiful. It's expensive. It's like everything that you want for yourself as like a woman in LA. Like you go there. I'm like with all my hot girlfriends. We like went to church. We're like all dressed up. The big swimming pool. Yeah, the big swimming. Yeah, it looks. I don't know why it looks like like White House. White House ish. Doesn't it look like a regal? There's like the long white. Kind pole. of, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It yeah. just looks really regal. And you're like, okay, even if you have never been there, when you drive up, you know, you're like, I'm somewhere special. I'm somewhere really cool. This is a nice place. And so my guy was looking hot. Like, I was just like, wow, this is like such, like, this is everything I could paradise. ever want. Yeah, paradise. Heaven. Food's good. Everyone's laughing. Beautiful day, right? There's no reason I should like really. Even even if, even if you see a crying kid, yeah. it's so picture perfect. Yeah, it's like, it is. Yeah, the picture. mom or the nanny is it's not like, like right away attending. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the kid's like crying for like a legitimate reason. They talk it out. They need to get he dropped like, his ice cream. Exactly. His iPhone. Yeah, everything's something a like picture. that. Everything's a picture. Yeah, it's picturesque. It's beautiful. And um, there's, so there's no reason why I should have like needed to get wasted or get drunk this day. And so 
I made it through the whole brunch. I didn't drink anything. And then one of the girls was like, let's go to my my place and let's have some drinks by the pool. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I made it through brunch. The whole thing was beautiful. We get to the pool and I have a beer and um, she runs out of beer. She had a few in the fridge. She ran out. It was like Easter Sunday, so we couldn't really order anything. So she's like, well, I have some vodka. And I'm like, okay, I'll have mm. like one drink and then we'll go. And my guy at the time didn't drink because he's an AA. So I'm the only one drinking. He's driving. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I have a sober driver. So like, why space. not? Yeah, exactly. So anyways, that was all she wrote. I ended up getting wasted. The next day, um, I I was like in a blackout. I didn't remember anything. I felt so ridiculous. I woke up and I was like, <gasps> like oh my God, what happened? Yeah. And I went out to the living room and he was sitting on the couch. And I just remember the look on his face. And he was, like, just so done with it. You could tell. He was, like, had seen, you know, something where there was, like, a switch that had went off. Everybody knows that switch, too, I by know. the way. Everybody knows that switch. It's from, like, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, somebody at work. And you can see when the switch has flipped in their eyes. Yeah. Everybody's seen it yeah, at yeah. least once where you're, like, oh, fuck. More than once. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. And I seen that. And I just remember sitting, like, Via you. yeah, on the on the chair He's on the, on the opposite side of the couch and we're just like kind of looking at each other. And I'm just thinking like, I'm so fucking tired of being in this situation with somebody that I care about. I don't ever want to like feel this way ever again. This sucks. And so I was like, can we go to the AA meeting? Like, I think, I think I need to raise my hand this time. And he was like, okay, he was so, this is the best thing that this guy ever did for me. The number one coolest thing. If you ever think somebody has a problem, like you can't unfortunately really tell them that they have a problem. You kind of just have to like, make yourself available if they ever find out that they have a problem and they desire a solution. He never told me like, I think you're an alcoholic. I think you need help. He just was like living it through what he was doing. Right. And so that for me was really important because if he would have said you, ha- you're an alcoholic, you need help. Yeah. I'd have been like, fuck you. Um, well, it's like when you tell somebody like to be quiet when you're like, exactly. hey, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Nobody wants to shut the no, fuck but, up. Yeah. They usually get <laughs> louder. Yeah. yeah. They get louder. You're an alcoholic. What do you mean? Exactly. Yeah. And so I went to the meeting, I raised my hand, the rest is history, but I'm so fortunate that, um, I actually, I did have somebody that was kind of showing me that you can have so much fun sober. And in fact, now I have so much fun sober. My life is like a hundred times bigger than I ever thought it would be. I thought I wouldn't ever have fun ever again. I still do stupid shit all the time. All the time. I say stupid shit. I wear completely sober, no weed, no nothing. Completely sober. That's awesome. Runner's high. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have a, I have a, my, my friend's mother, she's, uh, you know, older, and she, she always talks about how I, I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, when I watch people get drunk and mm-hmm. get high, I have fun. Like, yeah. I naturally have fun. Yeah, that's but, kind of what it is for yeah. me, too. I enjoy watching other people. And you know what she also told me? She told me, because she's done a lot of plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And then is there she was, me? Like, fuck yeah, <laughs> I love had, this lady. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. And, um... You know, uh, there was a conversation. Everybody was asking, but doesn't it hurt? And what about the plastic surgery and this, that, that? And her response was, the only place it hurts is where I haven't had surgery. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Straight out. I was like, oh, my God. God, This is so fucking hilarious. She's a savage. Super savage. Hell, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's true. But anyways, you know, staying sober is people can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've I've cut back. Like, if I look at my drinking in my 20s, like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't ever want to do that. I and never luckily, luckily, there was no social media, and yeah. Facebook, and Instagram, and yeah. shit. I did some fucking crazy shit, yeah. You know, so fights and this and arrest, like it, it, it was wild times. Now it's like, dude, you said like, you have a few DUIs. I no, back then I had mm-hmm. two DUIs. I had one when I turned when I was twenty, mm-hmm. 
and then I got one when I was like 25 or 26. Mm -hmm. So I had two within that time, and it was just a I think nightmare. it was right around the times I got mine as well. Yeah, it was a it was nightmare. Like just gonna fall off on my insurance. I got one when I was twenty. I got my license yeah. taken away. Yeah, same Very thing. Year. Like, yeah, no, no, nothing because no, nothing. It, because just you're under, under twenty one. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but of yeah, course and, I still drove. And, and exactly, you're under you know point zero eight. Yeah, you're under exactly. Exactly, I was under. I think I was like a point seven or a point six. I was just barely. But they were like, but you're not twenty one. Like, no, oh, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even get pulled over because I got pulled over. I got pulled over because I was racing my buddy. My mm -hmm. buddy got pulled over, and he did like a double pullover. I was like, fuck. Oh, God, yeah. So, no, after 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 26, I was like, oh, this has to stop. I mean, I can't, yeah. I, I stopped driving. Like, mm -hmm. if I drank, I was like, I'm taxiing. Yeah. Know, taxi or I'll sleep on somebody's couch. Yeah. But, Good um, for you. but then, you know, in 30s, I was like, dude, this has to stop. Oh, my God. The hangovers in your 30s? Whoa. Whoa. They're so crazy. They last for days. <laughs> for days. days. When I was 20, I would puke and make room for more. Right. I'm like, hangover where? Who? Don't know her. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I was a beast. My um, ex ex boyfriend used to call me Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, he that's would call me fucking Wolverine. hilarious. Because you he, regenerate so well. Yeah, that's what he would say. He's like, I just don't, I don't know how you're doing this. Like, how are you doing I, I this? Had a, I had a buddy of mine. We were living in Hollywood, and we were fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like almost every night, we would finish a bottle of Jack Daniels. Ugh. And at the end of the night, after the clubs, after the parties, everything, we'd get back and we'd be fucked up. And yeah. it's like, well, we got to throw this up. Like, you know, yeah. how, how do we throw this up? We had this thing. It was the dumbest thing in the whole world. At the end of the night, once you're done, oh, no. the way we would make ourselves throw up is we would pour the biggest shot of Jack Daniels. Ugh. And it's that moment where you don't want to drink anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just touches you. I you're wouldn't just know like, that moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's what we did. We'd throw yeah. up. Yeah. And wake up the next day. Oh, like, Let's do it again. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so bad. Kind of smart though. I, yeah, it's probably well. It's crazier what people are doing now. You hear about these kids? Yeah. Did you hear about kids putting bottles in their asses? They get drunk. No. They're doing like handstands and they put like vodkas or I don't know what kind of alcohols and it goes into their butt and their butt soaks it and I, I don't know what the process Whoa. is, but they get fucked up. And I had a I had a friend of mine. His, you know, it was his kid was doing it. No. And he's like, my kid gets home. He's fucked up but he doesn't smell like alcohol right. i just found out and now they do it with tampons too yeah yeah i've heard the tampon thing like yeah. it, it's like up their ass i'm like dudes are doing this i'm like whoa like 16 17 18 year old oh kids are God. doing this the youth they got it from tiktok cocaine's not even a real drug to them it's yeah. an old people's drug no. like it's all the yeah. shit ketamine ketamine is a big thing i don't even know what the fuck ketamine is ketamine is a big thing two c's like another one like I dated somebody briefly who was like super I've into heard drugs. Tootsie, Tootsie, yeah, yeah. It's like supposed to be like a cleaner high or like a quick high, but like you're not gonna, you don't get addicted or something. That's like always. <laughs> that's like always. <laughs> you can the do cell. it every night. You can yeah. do it every night. That's always the cell. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's cl it's cleaner and you don't get addicted. It's just like, oh, okay. You do it twice a day. Yeah. And no addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> first morning when you or first thing in the morning when you wake up and every night before you go to bed, it's like there's no addiction. Yeah, it's so clean. But um, also, I know a lot of people are doing microdosing, like mushrooms. And I heard there's a lot of goods to that. Yeah. I yeah. heard, I, like, like the, the, the best way that I heard that described is uh, a friend of mine, he's a doctor, mm -hmm. uh, and he was telling me, the reason microdosing or those ayahuasca things are pretty cool is because imagine when you're born, you're on, like, a mountain of snow, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And as you go down the snow, you make one trail, mm -hmm. Then you make another trail, mm -hmm. and then you make a few trails, and this becomes your belief system. Mm -hmm. You start believing, okay, church, okay, nudity is bad, okay, nudity is good, whatever, whatever you start believing. Mm -hmm. 
But as those tracks keep going, they get embedded in your brain. Right. And that's your belief system. Mm -hmm. When you microdose, the way he described it is, it's like it snowed and the tracks are covered. And now mm -hmm. you're like, oh, mm -hmm. there's... Oh, there's other ways of thinking. Yeah. There's other ways of doing things. Yeah. There's other ways. Oh, I, I don't have to just go into this. And mm -hmm. I, you know, now you have options mm -hmm. and it really changes your mind. So that, that's one way that I heard that like ayahuasca mm -hmm. microdosing helps. I believe so. that strongly. Um, I just think I'm like doing that by getting sober and therapy, but it just takes a lot longer. And some people do it that yeah. too. Yeah. But I'm like, um, I'm a big, like if, if, Somebody can do that, and they find a real big um, positive from it. I'm like a big believer in that. I and I've, I've, witness, that I I've witnessed people to. do that too. Yeah. yeah, I've witnessed. I haven't done it. You know, I'm, there's obviously like a fear, but like I hear all these benefits. I'm like, man, I'd love it. Because yeah. the other thing I hear is that you have to be ready to face your demons. You really? Know, like you, with you, the you have to ayahuasca confront though? with ayahuasca, yeah. especially like, yeah. like you know. Um, I think I think it was on one of Joe Rogan's podcast. I, I don't remember whose podcast it was, but there was a conversation where it's like the difference between a good trip and a bad trip mm -hmm. is if you fight your mind, mm -hmm. like if there's stairs and you're like, I don't want to go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. If you fight that, mm -hmm. you're going to have a bad trip because oh, your, okay. your mind's forcing you to confront it. Right. So if there's a door and you don't want to open it, mm -hmm. you know, you have to go in like, fuck, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you open these you doors. You have to be ready. Yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of what therapy is. Like you're just every like every Wednesday at 10 a.m. I'm like, OK, I'm ready. Let's open the door. Let's yeah. go do yeah. the stairs. Yeah, I just think it takes a lot, a lot longer. Um, and I well, think you have it's to less get exciting. Yeah, it's less exciting. Yeah, because you're just like, OK, here we are again. Wednesday, 10 a.m. Am I better yet? It's been three years. Whereas if you pop a pill or you take the what is it? If you lick the toad. Which one is that? I don't. I don't know which one. That it's like toad poison yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, you like lick the toad, and then it's like I think this that's whole DMT thing or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, or no, it's bufa. Mm. It's called bufa. I don't know. Are we like we're telling the kids about more drugs now? But bufa, it's apparently like some sort of a toad or. A I frog. think these kids know more about drugs than we do. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they they sure as hell know how to get drunk in many more different ways than I ever did. One hundred percent. But. I think that, yeah, I, th I think it's really beautiful. Anything spiritual, ever since getting sober, really opened up my mind to, like, I was really angry with God. I was raised really religiously. And I'm um, just, just Christian, but, like, super staunch. And so there was, like, a ve it's very black and white. Yeah. Um, the way that I was raised, you know, either you're good and you're going to heaven or you're bad and you're going to hell. Like, there is no exceptions. There's no in-between. Unless and, if you ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I mean you know but then it's like it doesn't get erased so right. it's like you're constantly like spending your entire life atoning for like that one time you did like that really really one bad thing and um i just think that that's um i, I was kind of so angry at god after the divorce and everything and um i feel like for a long time that made me feel like i'm not good enough or i'll never really be accepted and that caused like um it's crazy how the mind does that. Yeah, isn't it? And it is all it is all us. Like who else is in there? Nobody. Talking to me. Nobody. Hey, yeah, it's just me. Yeah. So I think when you're a kid though, you Well, when you're you a take kid, on these things. Yeah, you hear somebody say something oh, once. I'm listening. I'm just going to grab something yeah. real quick. You hear right. somebody say something once and then, you know, it kind of sticks with you for whatever for whatever reason. There's no rhyme or reason. And um so I think the beautiful thing about getting sober and getting 
kind of a clear mind is that I got to go back and kind of figure out what the deal was with all that because I think being spiritual and having these like beautiful awakenings that people seem to have when they're doing the ayahuasca and going back and healing their inner child and like you said creating the new pass in the snow um I think that th- there is like so 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 much beauty to that and I know ever since getting sober I've definitely opened back up to that like I burn yeah. the sage now and I have the crystals and I have like I want to surround myself with things that make me feel good, things that feel good for me, things that look beautiful, because I feel like now that um, I have more self-respect, I have more boundaries, and as a result, I want to see beauty around me. You know, my my room is clean or my house is clean for the most part. Um, I have a certain boundaries or a set of standards for people around me, how people behave and well, well even like uh, fitness mm-hmm. and, and plastic surgery, yeah. you know, you do that stuff, you feel better, yeah. you know, you look better, you mm-hmm. feel better, you do better. Mm-hmm. You know, very simple. That that's part of that's mm-hmm. almost like a therapy as well. Yeah. No? Yes. I think I think stuff like that can be really beautiful. I do think that there there are some drugs and the last person that I dated opened up my mind to this, that there are some drugs that you can really use um, in a beautiful way like the ayahuasca and the mushrooms and everything. Yeah, the microdosing and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember there's there's one time where him and his friends took mushrooms and we went to a comedy show, and that's been, like, the one time where I felt like, I didn't feel like I wanted to relapse. But that was the one time where I felt like I was the odd man out that I can remember in my sobriety. And I'm like, wow, they just look like they're having a blast. Like, when I was drinking <laughs> and, like, doing drugs, like, it never looked like this. This fun, yeah. Yeah, it never looked this fun. Like, they were just all, no, it's like, aggressive looking at each other, like... Giggling. Yeah, giggling. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like, you guys look like you're having so much fun. Like, this actually looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I do believe that even though I'm sober, um, I feel like it's just me. Like, it's just my issues. Like, um Drugs can be really beautiful if used correctly. Certain drugs, um, drinking can be really cool and fun if used yeah. correctly. I just, I'm just not able. Al- to. Alcohol is a crazy one to me because I, you know, I, I have drinks and I love drinks, but you know, I, I've really minimized it. Mm-hmm. I really minimized it. Like before, I, 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 my mentality was, I can't have one drink because it won't do nothing. Yeah. So I need like four or five, six drinks to fill yeah. buzz. And, and I had to get into that. Now I'm like, I'm good with my one drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I ride motorcycles, so I have this uh, silly rule. Yeah. Two wheels, two drinks, max. Like, that's it. I, li- I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't have any protection. You have no protection, yeah. you know. And, and, and two drinks, you know, my body weights, nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, because I implied it, mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't go past that. Mm-hmm. Two wheels, two drinks, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy to me how fucking accessible alcohol is and all how much trouble do people get in because of alcohol yes yeah, I, th- I think um because of all the craziness in la i started doing some research on uh, crimes mm-hmm. and i was just curious i was like fuck when, when do most crimes happen mm-hmm. you know if i was to assume it would be you know in the middle of the night yeah you know? but i would as well yeah i i, I read a statistic and it's like it's 50 50 it's 50 50 like from really from seven o'clock because they counted night starting at seven so from seven to seven uh, that'd be night, and then, you know, from 7 to 7, it'd be day. Uh-huh. It was 50-50. Wow. But at night, the number one crime, I guess because it's easier to prove somebody's guilty, was yeah. DUI stuff. Ah, uh, okay. You know, and I, I'm thinking, fuck, how many DUIs, how many people have died because of DUIs? How many yeah. people have done this, 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 this? 
And it was crazy, you know, when weed was illegal. You're like, you're not going to make weed illegal? Like, mm-hmm. that's, all that does is make people drive slow. Right. You know, and right. cautious and, and and just sleep on their couch and right. fucking eat Doritos. Right. You know, yeah. so, but it, alcohol is a crazy one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that's accepted in, in the world, in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's accepted everywhere. There's a lot of things in the Bible. <laughs> I yeah. don't think people, people realize that. There's like, yeah, Bible savage. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last topic I want to talk to you about, uh, OnlyFans. Uh, how, how, how did you find out about it? How did you monetize on it? And who would you recommend this for? Is it, and what is it in a sense? Because, you know, a lot of people don't know what the fuck OnlyFans is. Do they really? <laughs> Some, I, th- I think, well, I think <laughs> everybody knows. But how would you describe it? You know? Because I know, I know, I know, you know, uh, workout people have been doing it. Um, and then also another thing I want to touch on when set, when Sebastian was here, they were about to shut down the nudity. Ah, you know? okay. Do you so remember that? Here a while back then. Yeah. Okay, they cool. were about to, they were about to shut down the nudity uh-huh. and then they didn't cause you know, people were like, what? And like you became famous off the nudity right. like fuck that. Right. So uh, how would you describe, um, only fans and who would you recommend it to, um, to, jo- to join and, and do, and is it just nudity? Uh, no, first off, I would recommend like even somebody like yourself join OnlyFans. The one thing, uh, OnlyFans is really cool and it's, uh, it's taken the turn, the turn in that it is kind of like an Instagram where you can follow many of your favorite Instagram models or actors or actresses or, you know, whoever you really enjoy seeing on Instagram, you can usually go and find a free OnlyFans um, that they're somehow monetizing, say, a podcast or, like you were saying, fitness. Or I think there's, like, some DJs on there and there's, like, some chefs and they're monetizing from their following in one way or another. Um, It's definitely not all nudity. I would say a large portion of it is nudity. And even in some different situations, it's sex. Um, I I actually don't know the statistics statistics on that. I'd be really curious, actually. I, I'm thinking about that as I'm saying this. I wish I did know some statistics, so um, maybe that's something I should try to figure out. Uh, but I would say that probably a large portion is sex acts, like is 60, nudity, seventy probably. Yeah, for a wild guess. Yeah, a wa- that would be my wild guess as well. Um, but even if it's sixty or seventy, that's still a pretty large portion that is oh. potentially not, um, because I think. The number one thing that OnlyFans is synonymous with is uh, nudity and sex acts. And yeah. um, that's kind of why they came to fame, especially in the pandemic, because everybody, a large portion of your favorite influencers was, was losing their jobs because we were independent contractors, so to speak. So if I can't go out and shoot my pictures with Sebastian or you know some other local photographer then I can't make my money. And then Sebastian can't make his money or your favorite local photographer can't make his money. And then if I can't get the products from China that are trying to get shipped over, you know, that I'm promoting in the first place, then that company doesn't make money and that company fails. So it's, it was such like a domino effect that people were like, okay, I have my cell phone, (laughs) you know, let me stand in front of a window, get some natural light and, you know, take off my clothes and you know, that here I am. And then you have people that weren't offering that prior because they had a nine to five, maybe they were going in, you know, they're substitute school teacher or something. And now school's out and everyone's doing school from zoom at home. So you have people that you wouldn't normally even 
be able to see now they're on there, they're doing the nudes or they're even just offering something different cooking or fitness or whatever. Um, so I just, my thing is what I tell people, if you're trying to get some sort of a following on OnlyFans, do what you enjoy so that you can do it for a long period of time. If you love being naked, get naked. Um, but if you're feeling like maybe, oh, I want to go on OnlyFans and get naked because everyone's making all this money and I want to make all this money too. It's not going to happen. And even if you did make, you know, a couple thousand dollars or whatever, it's not worth it in the long run. So I would just encourage people. I saw this right because you didn't commit to it, but you put enough where it exposed you already. Exactly. And then you're going to potentially feel shame. So like kind of ease into it. Even if you are doing the OnlyFans, um, you know, I have a girlfriend who was a realtor and then she tried to do the OnlyFans thing because she the real estate was slow and she did it for a little while and she's like, No, I don't want to do it anymore. And um Her pictures were out. Yeah, there's been a couple of times where people are like, Oh, you know, well, I saw this thing about you and having an OnlyFans and she's like, No, what are you talking about? And she doesn't have it anymore, but it's like, yeah, the, the stuff's kind of it's out there. there. It's swirling around. They're yeah. like, no, this is. Right. <laughs> He's like, um, I, uh, you look familiar. Your, yeah. She's like, Harry, is that you? No, but I mean, so yeah. So you just, you want to kind of be sure whatever it is you're putting out there. Um, you want to take your time with it. Definitely don't get naked right off the bat. Please, whatever you do, you know, don't start doing sex acts right off the bat. I'm not against it, but you just. Not off the bat. You want to be, yeah, you want to take some time. Um in doing these, making these types of decisions. Cause once it's out there, it is out there. That's it. You know, people can legally get things taken down, but you're going to be kind of chasing these IP addresses are in other countries and it's really, you know, the rules aren't the same in Russia or in Indonesia as they are in the U S and a lot of these IP addresses aren't in the U S no, but even a basic thing you, yeah. you, you can, almost, it's, it's impossible. Right. So even if it's like the, you know, the hottest topless pick you have and you're like, I don't care who sees, well, you might at some point, unless you're kind of willing to dive in, I would just uh, challenge people to uh, not be super reactive and that, Oh, I need to make this money real quick. I'm going to just put this out there and then I'll shut it down and nobody will know. So I would just, cause they will know, um, at some point, everything on the internet lives forever. Even Melania Trump has nudes out there. You're telling me that what? Melania Trump. Yeah. You're telling me that she probably couldn't afford somebody somewhere to get all these taken down. The it's hottest like, first lady of all time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. She probably could, but you know why? What's the point? It's like, she's just had to accept it at this point because right. every, it's, it's out there. Everybody knows it's pointless. So, um, that being said, you know, if it, you just, you just kind of want to make your choices wisely. OnlyFans is for everyone. You can create a free account. You don't even have to spend any money. A lot of creators are using it kind of like an Instagram in that they're just putting extra content on there. Some people are making a killing, posting in bikinis, posting in lingerie, not really doing much. Um, that's not me. I wish it was me. I have nudes up there. I have nude vids and I do like a Playboy style. I take special requests. Um, I'm not killing it. I'm not doing bad. I'm certainly enjoying my life. I'm really grateful for kind of um, the life that I've built for myself. Um, but, you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of work. I myself am still learning like it's new a lot things. Of work, yeah. yeah. And I used to do the webcamming. So even me coming kind of from like an adult industry background, there's there. And then OnlyFans is bringing in new stuff all the time. They had stories and then they had previews for like a set. So you could make a preview. And I was working with somebody um, who I have helped but the people that help me upload my pictures and stuff on my OnlyFans, and they're like, oh, yeah, so we're just going to have this picture 
free to show the other seven pictures behind it. I'm like, that's my naked body. We can't have, like, we can't have a one free naked body pick. And then like, they're like, oh, but we're, that's, we're utilizing the new thing that OnlyFans did. I'm like, we're not utilizing it like that. Like they still got to pay for that. Come on now. But, um, so they're constantly coming out with new things kind of like Instagram. I say it's like, go on there. If I was a guy, I'd go on there. I'd follow like, you know, 50 of the hottest Instagram models. I'd follow their free pages and then go from there and see who I liked, see who I wanted to spend money with. But it is kind of becoming the new Instagram in a sense that uh, you're being able to find a lot more things other than like pornography or whatever on do, there. Do you pay for picture or it, it, is it all subscription or there's you a little can bit of do, both? Yeah, there's, it's everything. You can pay That's per so com- picture. That's complex. You like, can pay per set. You can, there could be like a membership fee, like $9.99 per month. Some of them are free because they want to get like more people in the door, so to speak. And then they charge a higher price, a premium price for the picture sets or they charge to chat or they charge for a voice message. And then there's a premium price for like a, um, a custom video. Not all creators do customs. That's also what I want to remind the people at home too. like if you go to one girl's profile and then you go to another girl's profile and you accept it to be the same across the board. It's not, there are no rules. Only fans is a wild, wild West. Also too, the thing about it is, is, is if I feel like super hot one day, maybe I do send out like a really sexy picture and it's free and everyone's like, Oh my God, this is the best picture ever. I can't believe it. And then maybe one day if I'm like, Oh, you know, um, I'm wearing like a, such a crazy outfit. And I spilled orange juice. And it's so crazy. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Spilled some orange juice on myself. It looks like cum or whatever. And I'm like, okay, $99 for this or something. There's, there's no real rhyme or reason. Sorry. Yeah. There's just not, yeah, yeah. you're dealing with one-on-one with creators. It's like, you get that personal intimate experience, so, but there's no rules. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. That's the beautiful part and the fucked up part about it. There's no rules, but like you ha- you should love it for that because there's no rules how many people view your pictures before you go okay i'm gonna publish them how many people so like you you take a picture Uh you know and then how how many people in your team or how many people do you consult and say look i want to post this me should i nah me no because even the crazy ones the good ones all of it you know what i used to be a lot more uh concerned with like needing to be perfectly photoshopped now i'm not no, I'm not because I can't put out the amount of content that I'm putting out and Photoshop every last thing. And also too, it's too much too. I'm so fortunate. And I'll, I'll say this is also one good thing about men. Y'all don't care about some cellulite or if like one eye is a little bit closed and otherwise eyes a little bit bigger or some hair sticking up. You guys don't care because the thing about it is, and that's the beautiful thing about OnlyFans is that if we're already creating that rapport, you're you might see like oh no she has a bruise oh my god cj are you know i see you have a bruise on your leg is that from your um your pole classes your dancing classes how are those going da, 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 da. that's like the really cool thing about men people interact you got yeah you guys want to like jerk off to it for sure you want to have a good time but that then, fucking bruise but, but what the, happened yeah you're the yeah you're gonna jerk off first <laughs> the nice juicy ass and then afterwards if you like the girl you're gonna you're be like, like you okay? oh god she has a bruise <laughs> yeah like what's what's happening are you okay you know so but you're just typically <laughs> hilarious, yeah. typically you're accepting of that as long as there's like a rapport, right? you know, as long as there's, would, would you say, um, well, obviously, I mean, in another sense, what the, the content creator publishes is kind of what they're training their 
followers to look for anyway. So yeah. if you're always doing Photoshop, then they're right. going to want everything Photoshop. And yeah, like, hey, you fucked I would up agree. on this one. Yeah. But if you're more natural and you don't give right. a fuck. Right. You're, so you're, you're, yeah. Correct. Yeah, you, you, when I was doing the webcaming, we needed to be made up all the time. We needed to be on, on point, wearing heels. Um, we needed, there was a certain standard. Now there's really not. I'm yeah. like, I just got, the other day I made a video, I just got back from the gym. I'm so sweaty. I'm like peeling my clothes off and people love that. And it's like, I would have never done that right. 10, 15 years ago. I would have been mortified. Like, oh my God, I don't have a full face of makeup on. I just got out of the gym. Yeah. Sweaty. This is, yeah, I don't, I don't look good. I, I need to take a shower, put myself together. Now people are much more raw and real because um, they don't want like such a curated look because now we're on the internet so much. Even if you're not a content creator, you're consuming so much content. You know that your favorite, for the most part, not not all men, so, some of the incels don't realize, but um, they understand for the most part that even, you know, uh, somebody like uh, Pamela Anderson or, you know, or Anna Cherie, let's say Anna Cherie, she's sort of like a really big creator. Um, she's not always perfectly put together. You know, sometimes she wakes up and she might have a couple hairs out of place or whatever. And they love to see somebody like that, you know, kind of without all the, um, the glitz and the glam, you know, that is kind of her life that she's showcasing on Instagram. Yeah. So on OnlyFans, when they even get something like that, they, it feels more almost like a Natural. relationship. Yeah. Where you're cultivating this trust and connection um, because I get to see you kind of like behind the scenes, more raw, more real. And, uh, that's like the, the beauty of it. But you, you, you kind of, I mean, you pretty much said it with everything you said, mm. but just, just, just to pick your brain, uh, the, one of the questions would be like, how is OnlyFans so fucking successful when you have Pornhub and you have this website and that, when you have so much porn available, how does OnlyFans kind of make sense? Because if, if I was to backtrack and, you know, it was like, I'm going to make a website. And people mm -hmm. can post nude pictures and, you know, a friend of mine would be like, well, there's porn. Why would they go to there? Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. Right. What's your explanation for that? Um, if it's, you have it. It's, it's actually what I was just saying, like it, the connection. The, the more personal. Yeah. That is really the beautiful thing about men. And I'm talking about men specifically because... There's a lot of women on there consuming content, but there's nowhere near as many women as there is men. What? Yeah, yeah. Even even our male creators that we have on the Inside OnlyFans podcast, they're saying, you know, even even though these are straight men, they're saying, I get that I'm creating content for other men to consume. You know, yeah. I get it. And so that being said, I'm just going to talk about it from a, a female to, uh, a female perspective and just assuming that the majority of my fans are male. And um, the beautiful thing about it is, is that, um, guys, when you guys like somebody, you are kind of like, you do get invested. Like men really do have a lot of emotions. Um, many of y'all, not all y'all, but even, even, even in person. Yeah. Right? Like a yeah. girl says hi to a guy. He's obsessed now. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. She said hi. Like what's that? I brought you flowers. I brought yeah, you. yeah. Yeah. I especially that. the men that Very aren't attached. afforded. Yeah. Especially the men that aren't afforded, um, like here in LA, Everyone is beautiful. Everyone's good looking. Everyone's successful. Everybody has something going on. It's like the best looking people, you know, from all across the world come to LA. That That's a fact, you know, that's a given. They want to be famous or whatever and what have you. And so we forget that not everybody has access to these types looking of people. Yeah. So on Instagram, if I'm like Jimmy from middle of nowhere and I fall in love with this Instagram girl who's got... 200,000 followers and you're telling me 
that, I mean, I, I know I can't DM her on Instagram and, and have a conversation with her on Instagram. That's almost you're impossible. telling me exactly that I can go on OnlyFans and for maybe $9.99 a month, I can potentially like exchange a few words with this woman, my dream girl. I can see photos from behind the scenes from her photo shoots or, you know, I can get a message in the morning. Hey, babe, you know, hope, hope you have a great day or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. And then when I do get my check every two weeks, I'm buying something. I'm buying something off of her wish list. I'm sending her something. And this is like mid middle America nowhere, you know. Yeah. So to, to be able to have that option, that's crazy. So in, in L.A., it doesn't. We, we sit here and we say this a lot. I can go to Pornhub. Why do I need to go to OnlyFans? But there's there's a special thing happening because I'm making a connection with this person and this person that's is making humongous. a connection with me. Yeah. That's humongous. That's like every business is dream right. is to make a connection with their clients. And that's right. why they make these commercials and these things so impactful right. with the mother and the child and the father. Like mm -hmm. you want that connection. Mm -hmm. And that's humongous. That's why celebrities are paid to endorse whatever and what have you because if i have a connection to somebody like angelina jolie and angelina jolie is like wearing this shoe like i'm gonna naturally think like okay you know what about this shoe this shoe's so great i know angelina jolie volunteers and does this you know this work maybe the shoe is giving 10 percent of its profits back to whatever so you're curious about the shoe because it's on that famous celebrity because you know about that celebrity and you already feel like you have a connection with that celebrity so I'm more apt to buy the shoe, you know. Is there is there a lot of um, is there a lot of businesses advertising on OnlyFans? No, un unfortunately, which is actually pretty cool too. Businesses are still that's the whole thing with OnlyFans. OnlyFans isn't it's not in the app store yet. OnlyFans TV, which they're kind of trying to liken after YouTube, I mm. believe is in the app store because they're trying to keep it family friendly. There's no ads or anything on OnlyFans because it is still considered like um, NSFW, not safe for work. So uh, they are creating, they're branching off creating OnlyFans TV, which you'll see kind of a lot of your creators on OnlyFans TV. There's podcasts and a lot of the workout people and the cooking shows, they're all singing and all this. They're on OnlyFans TV. I don't really know like the direction they're going to go with that, but I do know that that one is safe for work. Um, and I think that that is in the app store. And then I'm sure that OnlyFans itself will monetize from there. They'll probably sell ad space and different things like that. But as of now, OnlyFans, um, it's, you can't advertise on it. And from what I understand too, like Which even is cool. some things like PayPal or whatever, or not PayPal, the way that they're running the payments, the servers that they were running the payments through, like they had to switch that or something like that because, you know, all of these businesses are trying to get away from the sex work. There's that word again, but like the umbrella of the sex work Sexy. and OnlyFans represents that. So businesses are trying to um, distance themselves from that. No. So it's a really, it's an interesting time to be in this space because Women as a whole, we're really, you know, it's it's tough, like, to really do much wrong right now as a woman, which I kind of love, <laughs> um, but only because it behooves me. But um, so it's really interesting to see this, but also, like, we're getting deleted left and right. Like, I have so many girlfriends that are deleted off of Instagram, which is, like, their main way of driving traffic to their OnlyFans because we are women on the Internet. Um, and they just don't, you know, if I, like, show my shape too much 
I can get I know, banned I've seen or some deleted. Crazy fucking pictures that I'm like, how is this not banned? That's the thing. Some of those people have um, special Instagrams through Facebook, so they have their the IP addresses are connected mm. to like something with Facebook, like. And this is all just hearsay. This is just my opinion. I'm repeating things that I've heard from reputable sources, but I, I don't know. I've not been on the back end of Facebook, so I don't couldn't tell you for sure. Um, but from what I understand, some of these profiles on Instagram that don't get deleted, that aren't verified, that have, you know, 10, 20, 30 million followers, and they're just posting the craziest, raunchiest shit, and you're like, how are you getting away with it? It's just people that have kind of that inside. It's like, it's like a piece of the nipple is blurred. Oh, the, I can show you. I can show you oh, a yeah. few. I have several different accounts that I am checking all the time that I feel like are um, women what that have fuck? gotten I, women that have gotten these special Instagram um, Instagram accounts that are connected to something at Facebook. So it's like they just get a pass. I don't know. If, I don't know for some reason. Um, and they seem to do okay. But I have girlfriends that are. I have two girlfriends right now that I'm trying to help recover their accounts. And these are girls that... It's like impossible, isn't it? It's, no, it's not impossible. Mine's been deleted like five times and I've gotten it back. Really? Um, it's impossible kind of to get the TikToks back. The TikToks are what people are going through right now, getting deleted and they're hard to come back because... But I thought TikTok, the whole fact that was so popular is because it's not being deleted. No, it's now it's a, it's an apocalypse now. <laughs> no. Everyone's getting deleted left and right. Yeah. And even the people that have the blue checks, they're getting deleted or they're getting their blue checks taken away. Um, I... Th- I'm currently, you know, because I have a lot of um, friends that dance or do OnlyFans. So there's two sides right now arguing about the whole Twitter buyout, you know, that Elon is getting buying Twitter and he's, what is it? He's taking it private, I guess. It would be privately owned. Correct, for the stocks. Yeah. And um, it's exciting, but it's also scary because it's like it's kind of just up to one guy, so to speak, whether or not, you know, women that are promoting their OnlyFans or people that are promoting their OnlyFans are going to be allowed to still continue to do this because Twitter but, is kind of like the last frontier. No, no, I get that. But, but, but part of the agenda is like to stop being so strict right. and cutting people's accounts. Like right. the two main things that I heard him talk about was one, he wants to verify people. Mm-hmm. So there's this robot bullshit can stop. Yeah. So there's going to be some real verification. Mm-hmm. And two, he wants to be more freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, Twitter has banned so many people because they either say, you know, Joe Biden's son's computer, boom, deleted. I mean, there's so many reasons. Do they delete accounts. Joe Biden supporters? I thought it was only Trump Well, they supporters. deleted. No, they, they deleted. They did that, too. And, and that's one of the rumors. Hopefully, Elon Musk brings back Trump. Yeah, but, I hope um, so. I hope so. But when they, uh, Hunter Biden, mm-hmm. Joe Biden's son, when, mm-hmm. you know, I know people that made comments about the computer, their accounts were deleted. So about his son, not... He, that's it, that's so fucking ridiculous. The whole thing is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what, like, the whole Web3 is all about. And I'm, like, not really much into, like, crypto or NFTs. I'm, st- I'm still really behind on that, unfortunately. But I don't know, like, do we have to go to Web3 or, like, what's going to happen? I, I, I don't know. It's so ridiculous, though. Because here's the thing. Like, why should we care, um, you know, about if somebody says something about, Donald Trump or Donald Trump says something or it's, you know, Joe Biden's son's computer. Why do we fucking care about any of that? Well, one, why do we care about it? And two, who, who, who has the say right. to say it's right or wrong? Right. Like who has the say to be like, I don't like that. Right. Delete. Right. And that's the problem. Right. And, and where, where I'm kind of happy about the whole deal with Elon Musk is when Ukraine asked for the satellites mm-hmm. for internet, mm-hmm. you know, he sent them over. 
And then when Ukraine, uh, when everybody was posting, they go, hey, block, because uh, I think Apple Store, Android Store, a bunch of people took out, took off RT News, which mm-hmm. is Russian television news, mm-hmm. and they took away the app. So no, so they were blocking Russia's messages and stuff. So a bunch of companies took that off. Well, wow. they, they went to Elon Musk and they said, hey, because you have your satellites there, can you block Russian news? Mm-hmm. And he's all, no, I believe in freedom, freedom yeah. speech. I'm not blocking that. What? So that's that's one of the cool things he did and where I was like, okay, this is probably the reason this guy wants to buy Twitter because right. he does want to practice freedom of speech. Yeah. Like real freedom of speech. It really is the last, Twitter really is the last frontier. If I need like up-to-date news, I yeah. go to Twitter. Yeah. I'm not even like a super active Twitter user, but I know I can get the non-biased up-to-date news on Twitter. On Twitter. Which recently Twitter was even getting weird too, like about they disabled my girlfriend's account um because she had like a like butt butt pictures we were all wearing bikinis it was like three butts and it was like i guess too close up and she's like are you fucking kidding me like even twitter is getting crazy now like how and yeah, this is twitter thing. would show all kinds of porn. shit it would show porn it but would they're show saying like, like now like on the header you have to have a certain header and it's just like fuck like and this is the thing that we as women have to deal with more so than you men will ever have to deal with especially on the internet is that we're if we have like a shape it's there's like a computer and this is what happens every time somebody gets an instagram ban or say that we're like soliciting sex like if i post a photo then maybe maybe let's say suggest if i if i post a photo with my legs open or but i'm in a bikini or something am i soliciting sex am i soliciting for for somebody to come and have sex with me like not really and a computer is going to tell me that if I say, hi, this, if, if I'm dressed like this in a t-shirt and jeans and I say, hi, I'm CJ Sparks, somebody come have sex with me, that is soliciting sex. Right. But if I'm just sitting there existing in a photo, so I guess probably not, you can't even really call that existing. If I'm just taking a picture of myself and then putting it on the internet and saying like, great day for a pool day, I am not soliciting sex. So that's the thing is um, a lot of the... Right, it's like it's like that same picture could be in a yeah. Victoria's Secret model right. m- a magazine, right. and now it's you're selling underwear, yes, because they want to take it. Yes, and so oh, that's sex. the issue with kind of like why these things are getting taken down. Because yeah, so the problem is it's not the content; sex. it's the people that's Correct. taking the content in that way. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like, where do we draw the line? If I'm wearing tight clothes, am I soliciting sex? And then you know it goes into. The R word and everything, you know, was she asking for it and all this, and then it goes into like, okay, so yeah, like it's it's like this picture, you know, right. you could be like, oh my god, is she, is she promoting sex or whatever right. the case is, but then there's girls that wear such tight clothing, they're completely covered, but right? You can see everything, you can see everything, it's like right? Through, yeah, and it's like, okay, she's soliciting sex, like, and she has a sign in the back that says sex, and right? It's like that's okay, right? But exactly, this is you know, right? Or you know, or even to say like a woman. It's kind of to go to the opposite, saying like a woman in a verka, is she not soliciting sex? Well, she's left the house. She, you know, she's dun, with, dun, she's, dun. she's without, you know, a male um, escort. Is she then soliciting sex? She's, she's out there. She could the get sidewalk. sex. Yeah. yeah. From anybody, God forbid, some man come and give her some sex, you know, because she's outside of the she house. She got sex. Where she know? can get the sex. Yeah, exactly. So that's the <laughs> that's thing so is that, um, you know, where do you, <clears throat> where draw do you the draw line. the line on that? I wish, and I would be happy, and I know so many other creators if Instagram gave us a list of 10 different poses 
that you cannot do. And it's across the board. I mean, you know, granted... Even that's kind of fucked up too, right? It it, it is, but here's the thing. At least there'd be clear and concise guidelines. You know how much more money they would pay on OnlyFans to see those poses? (laughs) And that's what I keep on trying to remind myself on the back end is it's like, okay... You know, for a while I was posting like photos where you could really kind of see my nipples or, you know, I, I would post like in a G string and now I just don't post that on my Instagram anymore. Like I don't even try to post. I'm really careful like of a butt in a bikini. Yeah. And um, because you can get messed with for that. And it's like, okay, well, y'all know where to go and see it if you want to see it. And that's what's happening with a lot of my girlfriends is it, it kind of is. And it kind of even harkens back to like getting married one day or whatever. It's like, well, at least my poor husband and he won't have to go on my Instagram and, you know, see my nipples poking through my shirt one day or whatever. At least, you know, it'll be behind a paywall somewhere on OnlyFans. So I guess, I guess, you know, that's better. (laughs) That's better for the family unit as a whole on down the line, you know? Um, But I, I try to look at it as it's like a positive, but it's, it's fucked up when they just delete these profiles that have, you know, hundreds of followers and, hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of followers. It's so shitty because, and and everybody kind of looks at it like, oh, you're just, you know, you're just an influencer and you're just upset because you can't get your free Botox. And it's like, well, yes, that too. That, that, that adds. But also, this is my a real concern. livelihood. Yeah, th- yeah, I really am making a living. Yeah, but it's, it's like, you know, you got you to gotta settle for certain rules because it's their platform mm-hmm. and whatever. But, but that's the thing. It's not the rules across the platform. And that's where they really start getting Yeah, there is no up. direct rules. Yeah. Because yeah. they're kind of making them up as yeah. they go. And, and they then when pick it comes to choose, celebrities, exactly. There's a lot of rules for the and fa- not for they me. They favorize. Yeah. Favorize. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a word. That's a okay. totally a word. Favorize. Favorize. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, somebody like Miley Cyrus, they were, I think she had like a full on boob exposed at one point. Remember the whole Janet Jackson thing? Yeah. The Super Bowl when her boob yeah. came out, it was like the biggest thing. Yeah, I don't it even, was. I don't even think there was internet, but it was like, <gasps> Yeah, and Justin Timberlake ripped it off and she always said, you know, I, I'd never consented to that. So that was like a big deal that she never consented to that. And then she was the vic- she was the villain and he didn't get catch any flack for that. So, I mean, that's where the man woman roles come into play you know the ways that women are viewed on the internet and everything he was a badass for ripping it off and she was a whore for exposing her nipple to the children it's like wait a minute wait a minute what happened yeah there was two people in this you know but like okay i'll just take all the blame i guess so poor janet jackson in that but yeah yeah, there is a lot of um i don't i don't know what we're gonna do you know men and women we got to come together and kind of figure this out um i wish that's even fucking hard because it's not just men and women now yeah is it not? Is it like us against like Big Pharma or what is well, it? Well, it, there's 67 <laughs> the genders now. Yeah, there is 67 67 or 70 <laughs> genders, you know, something like that. Like yeah. how fucking crazy is that? I went on to somebody's, I, I fell down an Instagram hole and I went on, I fell down a, a, a hole of, of somebody that I used to follow and I didn't follow. And then I, oh, I'll check it on and see that, how they're doing. Um, they're a whole other gender now. Or a whole other gender, which I was, sh- I was shocked. But they created that gender. Yeah, like, I was it's not. I was unnatural. like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. I was like, oh my god, much. how long have I been away? <laughs> yeah, but the whole uh, th- this is kind of random, but it's just funny because it's like the whole men and women thing. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, when I, th- I think it was Borat, or it was one of those mo- mm-hmm. silly movies. And uh, in the screen, all of a sudden, there's a big penis, and it's just waving around. I'm like, fuck, man. This is like, I don't want to see a big, giant penis. Yeah. So I talked to one of my film buddies, and I was like, dude, how come how come, how come, come in so many movies they get away with, like, 
penises, mm-hmm. but you don't see like female parts. You don't see pussies. Yeah. You don't see that. Yeah. He's all Robert because penises are funny. Yeah, penises and are a joke. pussies are fucking sexual. Yeah, like, that's it. Exactly. And I was like, nah, <laughs> okay, that makes yeah, sense. Exactly, <laughs> that makes sense because men are visual. So if you see a pen or if you see a um a vagina, you presumably cannot control yourself. If you see a penis, it's silly. Because no. women You're going to laugh and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, come on. Because that penis isn't attached to anybody that we care about. So it's funny, it's silly. We laugh, we giggle. Hee-hee. We're not innately turned on like you guys are. We have no. self-control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. hear this? Yeah. yeah. All women? Presum- presumably. All women, all men. I hate when people say any of that. Yeah. There's no such thing that's all anything. Most women? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some. Yeah. You know, no, no, I, I, no, I agree. Fa- with, I fa- fa- facts are facts. You know, more, more women probably have self control. It's, it's, it's. Uh, you see Seinfeld? I've watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was just watching it yesterday, just for shits and giggles, and I was watching an episode that was called "Master of Your Domain." Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's where they made a bet where they were like, uh, "Okay, you have to be whoever." plays with themselves mm-hmm. loses mm-hmm. and they had a hundred and fifty dollar bet and he lands like I want in they're like no 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 you're a yeah, girl yeah, yeah. Like, get out of here <laughs> and, and and anyways they all ended up doing the bet and she was like the third one that lost and stuff oh it was so God, funny that's so funny yeah. yeah I mean that's not you know that's not um that that's just kind of like the old adage of like you know that men are no self-control and y- y'all are just <laughs> like jerking off into like one time Kayla was sharing that like she went on, I don't know, she's on a date with some guy, but he was like, that's like the, when I was like growing up, I, that's the corner that I would like jerk off into. And she's like, you would jerk off into a corner, like a jerk off corner. <laughs> and it, she's just a like, you know, no woman would ever like would, as a woman, like we would never think like, that's my like jerk off masturbation corner. <laughs> like it's women just don't, do yeah, that. but I've never, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Like a, a jerk off spot. <laughs> it was like a corner that you like. Like I, I think into most men like, would be what? like, most men would be like, "Fuck, I just stand anywhere. Like, I just need to fucking get yeah, out of my yeah, system." Yeah. But not like yeah. when I get to my corner. This is <laughs> I'm going to save this from my corner. You know, that it is he facing the corner? Yeah, is it like I messing with his like? That's what I. I think I asked. Her, reach like, is it like, like yeah. does he stop it's himself? Like does shame. he like slap it against the wall before he like? I don't, like nothing. that's it. The deed is done. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know, but um, you know, there's <laughs> fucking people are crazy. <laughs> but yeah, God bless the men because you know they pay my bills. I appreciate that about y'all. Where can we find you? Instagram. What the? I love the website. CJ Sparks. CJ S P A R X X. And then yeah, I just got my domain figured out, so it's www dot Only two X's. Y'all, that's how we're doing it. Just yeah. two. No control third. yourselves. Control yourself. Have a little self-control for God's sakes. Um, and uh, CJ Sparks across like so many platforms except for all the ones I got deleted on. CJ Sparks on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Reddit. OnlyFans. <laughs> Only, oh, yeah. OnlyFans. Hello. Hello. CJ Sparks Vaults. V-A-L-V-A-U-L-T. Spelling is not my strong point. Um, and then my free one is CJ Sparks fans. F A N S. Yeah. Cool. CJ, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You have being here. I appreciate you sharing your stories. Um, and I hope to see you and catch up with you later on another podcast and you know, and I, and I wish you lots of success on your podcast. Thank you. You too. Thank you. It's pretty solid. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a wrap. My stomach started crawling. I'm so sorry.
How'd you feel about it?